Hello everybody and welcome back to season 10 of Sequelizers. I am your host as always, Jack Chambers, and joining me, also as always, it's Matt Stockton. Listen to me carefully, Tim. Jack is going to be taken. <laughs> what? And people are going to come for oh, you too. No. What are you going to do? What I do best. Sequelize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and joining Matthew and I, also as always, it's Tim Matum. These movies are so damn expensive. Want to share? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Peter the Creepy Cap Man. Never trust Tim when he says that. <laughs> Never share a cab with Tim Mayton. Never that's, go that's to what the post learned. office again. Never go to the post office again. That's only going to hit half the audience. <laughs> if you ever listened to one of our stamps.com ads, you're welcome. We're no longer sponsored by them, but no, we no, like no. Their, their copy. <laughs> we just took their fairly normal ad copy and made it very aggressive and pointed. Like Liam Neeson would. He yeah. would. He, that, that's a Liam Neeson line. Yeah. 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 Brian Mills ain't going to no fucking post office. Kim. Never go to the post office again. They're the backbone of America, but at the same time, they fucking lost my parcel. <laughs> my postcard has been taken. <laughs> Isn't that what you wanted? That's what you put in the post box? <laughs> I, 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 didn't think, I didn't think of it that way, but yes. Turns into a fucking remake of The Stupids, where there's a whole conspiracy yes. about where the, where the garbage is being taken every week. <laughs> oh my God. Well, we're not talking about The Stupids this week. Well, not directly. Uh, not directly. <laughs> we are, in fact... Fixing Taken 2 from 2012, the sequel to 2008's Taken. The Liam Neeson vehicle that turned him into an action star in his 60s mm. for some reason. I mean, he'd already done a couple of yeah. different action He films. was Michael Collins. He was Rob no, Roy. He was Rob Roy. Nobody <laughs> yeah. really cares about these <laughs> two. Yeah. He was Qui-Gon Jinn. There we go. Who, yeah, doesn't do much and then dies. He's now in Men in Black International. Sure. <laughs> yeah. In his nearly 70s. Yeah. It's popular in Bahrain. <laughs> uh, there's a little Patreon outtake tease for you, lovely listeners. Because yep. if you want to get in on the outtakes, you want to get in on our movie commentaries for this season, you can go to patreon.com slash sequelizers and you can hear us do a quiz about top Netflix films and countries that don't make sense. It's like old films <laughs> that came out. <laughs> well, it, it's not like logical things. Bahrain? Like, <laughs> what are you? What are you fucking? <laughs> Might as well just call it, you know, Never Never Land. <laughs> Surely you mean Count Bingleslands. <laughs> when, when Count Bingles arrived. I meant the films don't make sense that they're ranking in those countries in the year of our Lord 2022. Fair. Because they're films that came out in like 2015 and 1995 and it, shit. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a brilliant little quiz that came up with. And we also talk about the many questionable linked to Taken spin-offs, including the Taken, mm. Taken sequels themselves, yeah. the John Wick movies, which are not Taken spin-offs, and a bunch of other stuff in the outtakes. Mm -hmm. And like I said, if you want to hear all that, that is included in our bonus content. You can go to patreon.com slash sequelizers, sign up there. You'll get the movie commentaries as well. We've already done Star Trek Into Darkness. Episode one had a movie commentary to go along with it. We have outtakes along every episode, and we'll have a commentary coming next week as well. Yes. Oh, next week's episode. Which we'll be watching tomorrow. <laughs> yes. At time of record, we're recording these back to, back to back pretty much. So I'm very intrigued. I haven't watched that film since it came out, so I'm looking forward to watching it again. And it's a piece of shit, so <laughs> looking forward to that. It's also a Patreon pick. Uh -huh. Yeah. So we're doing a movie commentary for that next week. So if you do want to get in on that, like I said, you can go to patreon.com slash sequelizers. If you sign up for the £10 tier or higher, you get all the bonus content, 
But whatever tier you sign up on, you get ad-free, you get early access, you get all that kind of cool bonus stuff along with it. And you get, in the higher tiers, you get free merch. You get discounts on merch, and you can become an executive producer and get a shout-out on the show like these lovely folks have done. Josh van der Sluis. Philip Morgan. And don't even get me started on that one when they took his daughter. Straight tooken, starring Liam Neeson's. Hyper Dude Man. And Liam Neeson's on the phone like, I have a certain set of skills. Man, don't fuck with Liam Neeson. Don't even try and be rushing around Liam Neeson. He'll take your arm out. Scratches Marcus Lindstrom. Oh, you see the second one now? In the second one, the Russians come after him and he fucks them all up anyway. Tooken 2, starring the incomparable Liam Neeson's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my shit. Jonathan Firth Clark. Liam Neeson's is my shit's net. Xenos. What about nonstop, though? Nonstop? An action thriller wherein a U.S. Marshal has to solve a murder mystery and clear his own name all whilst flying on an airplane 40,000 feet above the Atlantic Ocean. What about nonstop, though? Nonstop, starring the sexy and mysterious Julianne Moore's, uh-huh. and also starring the one and only <laughs> Liam Neeson. I'm gonna break it down and I kept talking about Liam Neeson's. James McDowell. Excuse me. Could uh, one of you get my car, please? You Liam Neeson's? Yes, yep, I am. Josh Miles. Liam Neeson's from Tucking? Yeah. Stuart Main. You are the Liam Neeson's from the graves with all the wolves and you falling off the cliffs and it being Arctic cold and whatnot? Yeah. And Colin Thompson. Liam Neeson's in non-stop is my shit! Thank you for your support, executive producers. You make this show possible. You make the movie commentaries and all the bonus stuff possible. You make the 12 episode seasons we've now had for a couple of years. You make that all possible as well. We'll have a lot more interesting stuff coming up later on in the season. And yeah, more movie commentaries, more bonus stuff, and more Patreon picks from these people, including the episode next week. So stay tuned for that, folks. It's a doozy. We've got some real, real bad executive producer picks this season. <laughs> they have yeah. outdone themselves in their torture of us. Yeah. And yeah, as, as bad as the films are that we've done so far, like French Connection 2 is not that bad. French Connection 2, it's like pretty good. It's it's by just, our standard, it's, it's pretty fucking good. It's just a big dip from the first one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like we talked about with Godfather 3, precisely, right? It's that exact yeah. comparison of like, oh, it's following two of the best movies ever made. Like, Yep. Is it one of the best movies ever made? Nope. Well, then... <laughs> that's a big piece of shit. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the stuff that's coming up later on in the season... <sighs> Turds all the way down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. We're, we're getting some real shite. Partly because of the executive producers. There is some shite from us and our choices. And there we is bring well. our own shit to the table. Yeah. yeah. We've been doing this for five years. We bring our own shite to the table. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said... Thank you for your support, executive producers, even if you do torture us with terrible fucking sequels for us to pick. So let's dive into the Took series, shall we? Yes. Uh, Let's do the classic start where we, uh, our history with it. I saw these in the cinema. You saw all three of them in the cinema? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you, after the second one, Mm -hmm. I know the answer is, because I'm Matt Stockton, but <laughs> why would you see Taken 3 in the cinema, Matthew? It might have got better. But you know it wouldn't. <laughs> I know now. Yeah. 
no, it somehow I, um, gets worse. I once put your mind back to 2009. Um, Taken one was, I was genuinely... university. Were you? Yes. Shit. It's my first year of university. Oh, fair play, fair play. Uh, the year I met my wife. At university. I was 25, <laughs> 24. Same what time of year it was. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, it's that's one of that's it, how time works. 2009 <laughs> sounds like it was quite recent, but I think about my age and think, actually, no, it was quite a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. Something. yeah, yeah. Anyway, point is that, you know, time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the point is time. Time. Um, Liam Neeson is old. Taken was a sort of random, quiet, independent hit that came out of nowhere and was like, this is amazing. You have to see it. Sort of thing. Word of mouth spread and it got this huge um, reaction. It's like, oh, Liam Neeson's like in this amazing role. He plays this like grizzled ass, you know, fucking hero. And like, okay, what happens? You know, it's it's quite visceral and realistic. And and he has crunchy. a really cool phone conversation. Yeah, that everybody <laughs> keeps quoting. He's like an angry dad, and I'm like, oh shit! And you watch mm. him and go, this is great. And it's only after the fact you go back and back and back and think, actually, no, there are some really telling moments of stupidity. And then by the time the sequels are out, you're, oh no, no, this is actually really over the hill and bullshit already. Um, but the first film was strangely refreshing at the time. Very well received because it felt different. It felt like one of those sort of 70s, um, for lack of a better con- uh, comparison, the French connection. Um, one of those sort of really gritty, un- it was a gritty, unusual thing because it wasn't just set in some random um, city in America. It was Europe, which means yes. it was different and yeah. strange and unusual. Um, in a time. It's kind of a French movie. It's directed kinda, by yeah. a French person, written yeah. by a French person, French. Production or yes, co-production? It is co- co-produced yeah, yeah, exactly, by yeah. French companies, yeah. Yeah, and it's always when you start to see certain cracks in uh, the American lifestyle, you realise that it's based on a French person's impression of America. You know, they all have these barbecues that look like dog shit, and uh, they're all CIA buddies, and I just need a phone call like when we get shot outside an embassy. Or I really want to talk about Sam, Mark, and the Bros, where they're just like <laughs> specifically Brian the, and the boys, Brian and the boys, specifically. In the, well, I'm jumping way ahead here, but in the second one, where they crash a car outside of oh, the, the embassy yeah, in yeah. Istanbul, and he's like, "Hey, Sam, can you make sure nobody shoots at us?" And he's like, "Let me just pause my game of golf here." Hey, Brian. Yeah, sure. No problem, bud. Good luck. Whole conversation. No explanations of like, do you have, do you have like (laughs) Interpol connections or something? Like, what is this? Or like, do you know the governor of Istanbul? Is there a, is there a police force that you're working with or something? It's like, not, can you get us out of here? Can you save us? Can you make sure nobody shoots at us? Yeah. Matt, I I, I don't mean to be finicky. Came out in 2008. Yeah, Taken 1 2008, by the way. 2009 in the States. I apologise. Came out almost a year later in the US. Ah. Well, well, well. Were you in the US at the time? In your many stints in the US? No, no. That's when all that ended. Oh. Badly. Oh, dear. um, (laughs) Were you taken? uh, I took myself out of the equation. (laughs) Because I was dumped. But no, the point was that, um, yeah, it was a very fresh, different sort of thing. A different... Take, if you will. I won't. Get ready for us to say the word taken a million times. <laughs> yeah. They say it a million times in the film, so be really yeah. prepared. Um, and it was very straightforward. It's quite a lean film. It's it's nonsense, but it's fine for what it is. And it's, it feels like a throwback to an old sort of like classic, you know, uh, don't go abroad, bad things will happen. Again, French Connection too, especially not France. And um, it was perfectly functional. It was a good standalone thing. And I think it would have aged really fucking well. They hadn't gone back to the thing multiple times with different names and also sequels and then it started this thing that 
as I said, we touched on a bit in the outtakes earlier, where suddenly old blokes thought like, oh, cool, I used to be an action star, or in some cases, I was never an action star, but now I'm 65, better start that now. And you're like, hold on a minute, Sean Penn. <laughs> we don't need this. I mean, it's, it's a very curious one, um, because... It, to be fair, it's not that different from a lot of like Dolph Lundgren action stuff. Yeah. It it distinguishes itself by A, it didn't go straight to DVD. B, Liam Neeson is pretty good at selling like the intensity when he needs to. Like he's a decent enough actor. Oscar fucking Schindler. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the fight scene's less so, but you know. He's Oscar fucking Schindler. Fighting <laughs> <laughs> um, Nazis. We'll talk about yeah. the editing of the fight scenes in a moment oh, yeah. for sure. In a way, it's it's an incredibly generic action film, and it, yeah. there's a reason why it got so many imitators because it's very cheap and easy to make. Yeah, there's a Jackie comparative, Chan one. comparatively speaking, yeah. to, for films, all films are difficult to make. The National, um, yeah, it's one of them. Uh, Shinjuku yeah. incident would be one. Oh, right, okay. But Sorry. yeah, it just kind of hit at the right time where there mm. a lot of if you look at the other action films that were coming out at that sort of time, there's very little that's grounded in any sense of reality like superhero films are just taking off there's a lot it's of the like same year as iron man but that yeah. perspective gi joe's just come out <laughs> oh, yeah it, i mean oh, it, no. it, it's that kind of stuff it's yeah. stuff like like outlander and and all that kind yeah. of stuff around yeah, that yeah. time and there's there's not a lot that feels gritty and visceral mm. obviously there are things but there's yeah. not it, it it filled a hole that obviously people wanted filled or it stopped Yes, exactly. It's the Bourne thing, yeah. yeah Very much spinning yeah. off of the Bourne thing because, again, it's after Casino Royale as well, so we've got this grounded, Bond. gritty yeah. Bond like yeah. coming from the more cartoony, mad shit of the mm. end of the Pierce Brosnan run. Yeah. Invisible cars and igloo palaces and bollocks. Yep. And then you've got this, like, oh, he's the everyman. He's just a, just a dad who also a... happens to be a one-man army. Yeah, like, oh, it's... you pissed off the wrong dad on the wrong day, and here we go. It appeals yeah. to a very specific... Bunch of Republican old men. Yeah. 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 Con conservative with a small C, um, <laughs> like men in their 40s upwards. Yeah. It's middle of the war on terror, like, you know... Era, tail, tail end of the Bush administration, start yes. of the Obama. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah very much so. The CIA as good guys, essentially, yeah. which is like. Brian Mills is the whole, not my president. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, he is, isn't he? Oh, it's no. Like, Jesus. That's because you're Irish, Brian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you're President Higgins. It, yeah, <laughs> it, feel, like it, it, it feels a very specific void, uh, you know, in terms of what was around mm. at the time and it's it kind of makes sense when you look at all those factors to go oh yeah there's there's a reason it blew up when it did but also yeah. that it was not sustainable as a franchise because yeah. there's very little that is actually distinguishing about it yes that's true did you see it in the cinema tim have you seen any of them in the cinema or did you none of them in the cinema yeah i watched the Same. first i cannot can't just sleep, it, remember watching it. I can remember. It's, it's odd kind of blurry because I can remember watching it in that I watched it in my parents' kitchen, and I'm like, they have one of those TVs on the kitchen side, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. And I'm like, the dream of the night. Was it? Yes. Was it on TV? It was on I, TV a lot. It was on like ITV. I think that's how I watched like it. Prime because I yeah. because I'm like I didn't go to the cinema to go. I can't imagine that I would have ever rented it out on DVD. Um, and this probably was pre-streaming when I saw it. I watched it. I was like, 
I didn't particularly like that. Uh, and then I didn't watch the others. Oh, and you're, then... not, you're not a 50-year-old conservative yeah. like Tim. I'm weird. <laughs> uh, and then uh, a couple of days ago, I watched... No, sorry. Last night, I watched Taken oh, 2. Wow. Um, and, and you've still uh, not seen Take 3? And... No, I okay. briefly read the synopsis on Wikipedia oh. and went, wow, this goes off the fucking it deep end. Yeah. It does. There's a reason there's not a fourth one. Yeah. Uh, Jack, what was, your, what was your Taken experience? I, when, I, were you, <laughs> when were you... Taken. When was I took? Um, <laughs> I think I saw Taken close to when it came out. I remember again being in that kind of zeitgeist of the Bond and the Born and all that kind of stuff, and being like, "Liam Neeson's doing a thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's fifty-five. Okay, cool. We'll see what happens here." And I remember it being like, "Oh, that was fine. Like, not strong opinions either way. Like, I don't particularly relate to this character in any shape or form." He's very Irish, whether he intends to be or not. Like, <laughs> there's some questionable act. Maggie Grace is basically universally terrible, in my opinion. What the thirty-year-old Maggie Grace being sixteen-year-old <laughs> Maggie Grace? Uh, she was she was twenty-eight at the time of the first one, playing a seventeen-year-old. She fucking think this is Greece or something? Yeah, <laughs> she's terrible in Lost. She's terrible in this. I've seen her in something else, and she's terrible in that as well. Sure. Uh, Holly Valance is in this movie and I was like what the fuck is this that? thing's finger is so far away from the pulse of anything yeah. I was like oh that must have been around the time of like Kiss Kiss and stuff like that was seven years ago like oh I see why they got Holly Valance now because she cost 50 quid because <laughs> she's in it for like 15 seconds and isn't she now like married oh. to like a Trump yes, yes like, I saw is her something. recently something was a picture of Trump and in the background was uh him shaking hands with Kim Jong-un and Holly Valance was there and it's like this sentence doesn't make any sense. There's Trump, Kim Jong-un, also Holly Valance was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember it being like, yeah, this is fine. Like, I have no opinions either way. You're apathetic to it. It just was there. You were like, yeah, hey, yeah. it washed over. And I, sure. watched this, I watched the second one and I was like, oh yeah, okay. This is, yeah, whatever. Like, this is worse. A- again, classically, it's the what do we do with these characters? They go on holiday. Yeah, um, yeah. They, they, I, one could say the first one's the same thing, but you know. I, I'm fixing this one, folks. So here's a little tease for you. I actually quite like the idea of like, oh, there people actually care that Brian murdered a bunch of people. That's actually yeah. And I thought like that's an interesting consequence that of his is, actions. That is. Holy shit! Mm. And then they do nothing. Nothing with it. worse. Yeah, though. never, never actually examines the fact that he has no guilt for what he did or no. I, or also, the, and we'll get to this properly later, that we're meant to be sympathizing with these guys saying, they killed our brothers. And it's like, mm. oh yeah, you're sex trafficking brothers. God damn, you're right. We should really be aware and, of what you're doing. And, yeah. and, and there is a way that you could do that to make it an interesting oh, commentary definitely. on how people are born into the wrong thing and blah, 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 and yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I, I try and touch on that in my pitch. We'll, oh. get, we'll get to that later on in the second half. But like, it, I remember specifically thinking like, oh, here we go. It starts off with like the funeral of the sons and mm. the big dad of the mafia, Albanian yes. mafia is like, I'm going to get John. I mean, uh, Brian Mills <laughs> killed his fucking dog. Um, and then it's like, okay, this is cool. And then we're like, we're off in Istanbul for some reason. You're like, okay. Why? Because it's cheap. Because it's shoot full them. of brown people. And it's full of brown yeah. people. And they don't get more jingoistic and nationalist but they kind of do they're pretty consistently like brown people bad america good it's islamophobic the whole way through yeah um apart possibly from taken three from what i read Ah, of it ah tim it's still there okay it's we hate the russians this time oh okay more specifically Um, yeah 
but yeah, it it just slightly changes flavor of Islamophobia. Yeah, it's 2009, still rife. Yeah, still haven't. Uh, Why do you keep saying 2009 for Americans? <laughs> They're the ones. That, We're talking about Taken Two. Oh. It's 2012. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's years later. <laughs> it's very early in the morning. <laughs> slash half one in the afternoon. Uh, no, sorry. Well, my apologies. I was going to... Yeah, good point then. Yeah, okay. Well, so the first one is like, oh yeah, of course, we're still in the death knell of this whole mm. um, Afghanistan. We still feel, and, yeah. Like, it's a good yeah. idea. Mm. Um, 2011 would have been the anniversary of 9-11, which was stoked up a lot of things. You've mm. been put on to yeah. the, um, the financial crisis is biting fucking hard at this point. People mm. forget about all the stuff there. 2012, yeah, weird... Everyone's waiting for the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Mayan, and the, well, the Mayan prediction calendar stuff and also the London 2012 Olympics. And, yes. And Avengers. And, and Avengers. Dark Knight Rises. And... Weird time. Yeah. <laughs> A decade ago. Um, should we get into the synopsis? Because we're talking about all these different bits yes, pieces. But yeah. yeah. A bit more context and flavor yes, for the indeed. audience. Liam Neeson is an old man. Kills some dudes. Because his daughter got took. The moral of the story is, if you're an American and you feel outraged, you can you do, can what do you whatever like. you like. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. And a few characters go, oh, and he goes, uh, but, uh, uh, and they go, oh, I'll Brian. fucking shoot you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? I'll shoot your wife in the face. <laughs> what? I'm only kidding. We'll talk about that as well. <laughs> Tim, over to you for the synopses. Yes. Uh, so, Taken. Attempting to build a better relationship with his daughter Kim, former Green Beret and CIA operative Brian Mills attends her 17th birthday, as we said, played by 28-year-old <laughs> Maggie uh, Grace, Maggie yep. Grace uh, at the luxurious home of his ex-wife Lenore, played by uh, Famke Janssen, yep, and her new husband, played by Xander Berkeley yep. in the first film, and then Do Grace Scott in the third one, <laughs> who is, no. I believe, a decade younger. Don't worry about it. Yep. Don't worry about it. Yep. Uh, later, Stuart. <laughs> later, he works security for a pop star played by Oliver Lance. Oliver Lance called Shira. Sh- yes, Shakira, like Shakira, I guess. Yeah. No, like Shira. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, Shira, uh, and saves her from an attacker. Uh, she arbitrarily because he's just gonna knife her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she offers to help out Kim, who is an aspiring singer, apparently. That. Is a very important plot point. <laughs> <laughs> Way more important than it should be. Because yeah. it makes no sense. It doesn't really come back. These, these, uh, Taken does the same thing that, like, sort of t- TV in the sort of 70s did. You're kind of Starsky and Hutch thing. Oh, thing of the week. Yeah. Where it's, where it's, it's like the, the case of the week, and we'll have a subplot that is in the first two minutes, and then we come back to it at the end, <laughs> where it's like, Oh, it's Starsky's birthday this week, and I haven't bought him a present. Forty minutes of unconnected, like yep. criminal plot, and then uh, the last two minutes. Happy hey, Starsky, I got you this present, yeah. And, yeah. and it does the same with whatever Kim is up to at the time. Yeah, and it's like, what is it? Oh, it's a guitar. I've always wanted to learn the guitar. Never see that guitar ever again. Yeah, <laughs> a karaoke machine. Stairs dead. I didn't. <laughs> I read. I read the manual <laughs> many, many times, <laughs> like a weirdo. What a weird fucking line. Some of the dialogue in these films oh, is just. Uh... Brian Mills isn't human. I don't think. <laughs> but he's the everyman, Tim. He's yeah. just an ordinary fifty-five-year-old yeah. former CIA operative. We're all, yeah. we're all former vets with connections to exactly. people who control yeah. all embassies across yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, that guy who you have a barbecue with who just controls international yeah. police and all forces. The food looks like ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brian meets with Kim and Lenore, but before he can tell her about the singing opportunity, uh, she asks him if she can visit Paris during the summer with a friend. <laughs> Brian is initially skeptical, worried about her safety. I know the world, uh, but I'm if, sure everyone in it. <laughs> but eventually relents on the condition that he knows where she's staying, and she calls him every night. On driving her to the airport, he learns that she's actually following. <laughs> You two <laughs> on their European tour, something that a 17-year-old girl in 2009 would absolutely do. Tim actually wrote that down. Yeah. Because he's, he's correct. Yeah, fucking hell. You can tell this is written by middle-aged men. Yeah. It's like, what's a rock band? Uh, you two. <laughs> what there a 17-year-old girl's like in 2007, 2008. Yeah. Like, not, you two. Not even fucking Coldplay. Not was like, Bieber around that time? Yeah. Yeah. This is the this is the baby era. Yeah. Justin Bieber. Not Rihanna. Not, you know, anyone no. like that. No. No one relevant. No. You too. Who haven't you been too. The mid nineties. Yeah. Jesus. What's the equivalent now? So that would be if we were saying writing us through right you now. Too. It's like, you <laughs> like still, still yeah, you still too. You too. It's like it wouldn't be like Dua Lipa, but like who are you following around at the minute? It'd be Not like Foo, it, Foo Fighters. That still mm. works. Because Foo Fighters. Still They're still cool. pretty big. Well, they well with. I mean, you two, you two had, had How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb, which was a pretty big hit, like as an album. Yeah. Like two or three years before this, I think. Mm. Yeah, like they'd had all was the, the era like, of like Vertigo and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah, maybe, maybe Foo Fighters isn't a bad suggestion. Maybe it's like one of those yeah. safe, like, yeah, still dumb. Cool, fair play, carry on. Yeah, like obviously, like Foo, Foo Fighters still appeal to people like us, mm. but like uh, you would not, you would not pick them out of of all the well, pop stars that a seventeen-year-old girl yeah. would no, be following no, it's, it's around. A, yeah, it's a yeah. dumb move. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. Uh, upon arriving in Paris, immediately upon arriving in Paris, yep, uh, of the course. two. The two girls share a cab with Peter, a handsome stranger. Oh. During a call with Brian, Kim sees her friend Amanda being abducted, not after she's said, oh, I like having sex, uh, and therefore I deserve the horrible fate that is about to Classic. happen to <laughs> me. Yep. Yep. Sees her being abducted, uh, and she's able to give Brian a brief description of the attackers before she too is taken. <laughs> Jesus, Tim! <laughs> Tim did the sunglasses thing. Tim, uh, Tim literally put the sunglasses on his face and it was great. And I'm so sorry you didn't get to see it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the infamous phone call that you probably all heard and all seen. The uh, Yes. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. Yeah. Do you want ransom? I don't have money. Like, even though you know a guy who has a lot of money. That looks, yeah. I actually Stuart, money. You know, my, my ex-wife's new husband has a lot of money. So yeah. I, could, I could probably ask can nicely. Can private and, jets and all this I stuff. Could, I could probably ask him nicely and he'd pay the ransom and that would solve this whole... Uh, I, I will find you and I'll kill you, I guess, or whatever. Like, I mean, sure. Like, <laughs> did you need to say all that? Like... <laughs> It's an iconic Do you have speech. Western Union where you are? <laughs> also, I know this is France. Do you speak English? Is any of this understood by me? Because <laughs> otherwise, this cool speech is doing nothing. And he's just like, au revoir. You're like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. I don't think you understood Did you know thing. Pompompa? <laughs> uh, yes, Brian tells the abductor he can either release Kim or Brian will track him down and kill him, to which the abductor says, good, good luck. luck. Remember that phrase, people. It's... Again, Very important. Another key plot point with Brian's photographic memory, it seems. Yeah. Uh, Brian sends a recording of the call to his former colleagues for analysis. Good old Sam. Good old and Sam the other and the two. boys. Mm. Sam, Mark, and the other one. Yeah. Generic names. Yes. Uh, who identifies them as Albanian sex traffickers. No, 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 no. He identifies the guy's oh, name. Yes, like yes. He gets like. It's Marka Hoja. You're yeah. Like, how do you know 
with that? Patriot Act. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just straight like it term. Yeah, when well, the good guys have the right information, they can find the terrorists. Yeah. It's like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, he's speaking a very specific Albanian dialogue from mm. Chapoya. Yeah. So it has to be this guy because they're the big mafia family from mm. that part of the world. You're like, mm. is he though? Yeah. <laughs> How well do you know Albanian? Also, with the whole CIA being the good at city stuff. of Osama bin Laden's alive at this point. In yeah, reality. yeah. So it's like we're always finding our we guys. Know, we do know we where you? he is. He's we... in the Tora Bora Mountains in this giant James Bond-looking <laughs> yeah, evil lair. Like, Someone yeah. post, posted yeah. on Twitter the other day. Around a mansion. It was like the. It was I can't. It was from some newspaper. I can't remember if it was an American or a British one. But it was like the diagram of what we imagine Osama's mountain fortress to look like oh, and it yeah. genuinely uh, looked like a james bond base and it's <laughs> like yeah sure yeah yeah well, everyone tells us yeah uh, uh brian arranges a private jet to paris because he's only got 96 hours to find her yeah and she's then she disappeared she be gone. which was a title of it in some places yes, it was called it was. 96 hours yes mm, not, not unopposed to that but numbers always a hard one with the title because you never remember the exact numbers. What yes. are you going to call the next one? 96 hours 2. Like 97 hours. Another 96 hours. <laughs> yeah. 96 hours again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he tracks down Peter at the airport, but Peter is killed by a truck as he flees. That is such a stupid Just looking over an overpass. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, so Brian reaches out to a former contact in French intelligence who points him towards a local red light zone where the Albanians operate. Uh, Jean-Claude. Yes. Mm. Just kind of there. And his wife. Yep. Yep. Uh, he finds a makeshift brothel at a construction yard where one of the enslaved women has Kim's jacket. Following a brief Hideous gunfight. rhinestone. Yeah, emblazoned. Yeah. Not the things 16-year-olds yeah. would wear, I imagine. But yeah, go yeah. Uh, Bedazzled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Following a brief gunfight and car chase uh, with the brothel's operators, he escapes with her and takes her to a hotel to help her detox. Because that's another thing he knows how to do. Yeah, he like improv- he, improvises like methadone, I he guess. He gets a saline drip out of nowhere. Just, yeah. yeah, just and conjures saline a saline drip from... No, 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 don't take it out. It'll counteract the drugs. Yeah. yeah. Counteract the drugs? <laughs> what does that even it's mean? It's anti-heroin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, it's like I, I, the wire hanger being turned into something is very MacGyvery. But I'm like, yeah. where did you find a wire hanger in a hotel? Where did you find a saline drip in a hotel? Yeah. That one I'm okay with. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's a, uh, it's Paris. You don't know the world. There's saline drips on every corner. Yeah. You can get wine cheaper than water. Yep. Which is true. Yeah. Uh, the woman helps Brian locate another Albanian brothel. Brothel? <laughs> brothel. Uh, uh, you're right. Brothel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where new girls are taken. He pretends to be a French cop. Sorry, Tim. You didn't put your sunglasses on. <laughs> oh, God. I missed taken. one. God damn. You missed Prin- the, you missed you, the new girls are taken. <laughs> He pretends to be a French cop renegotiating their protection rate, a masterful deception not at all undermined by his Irish accent. <laughs> so he goes in and he's like, uh, Mr. McCorn is unavailable. <laughs> I, I'm here to, to take your money instead. I'm a French detective. <laughs> wait, what? Hold on. They, hold on, wait, wait. They have like a five-minute conversation. A full on. And yeah. none of them at any point go... You don't sound very French. <laughs> he also, I can't tell, I believe, and from, from the research that I did, because of course I did, Brian Mills is American. The character is American, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is Liam Neeson doing it. It's a- one of those moments, he's like, I'm bored in Ballymena. <laughs> yeah? Ballymena. 
North Kentucky. California. North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's this weird moment where it's like, he gets more Irish in this scene. Yeah. When I guess he's trying to do a voice. Yeah. He's like, are you trying to be French or just throw them off and do another voice? He does a cool And accent. then he does a whole like, <laughs> you don't remember my voice. I feel like he fucking would. Yeah. It's <laughs> the Northern Irish guy you spoke to two days ago. I mean, maybe he was said a... he would kill you. Uh, as the American. Nope. <laughs> maybe it was a mistranslation from the from the director where he was like, do do an accent. And he's like, oh, do my accent. He's like, no, no, a French accent. I don't understand what you're saying. I'm just going to do my accent. Yeah, as a French person, he's like, uh, do, do um, you know, an American accent. Hello, I'm an American. <laughs> Perfect. You don't have the ear for it, do you? No, I know what it is. That's, that's an American accent. Sure it is. Yeah. Brian manages to identify Marco, the man he spoke to when Kim was... Take. Yes. <laughs> Identifies Marco from good luck. Yes. By handing him a piece of paper and saying, What does this say in Albanian? Friend, my friend gave me to, this to me, but By it's written way. in Albanian. Please translate it. What's pressing is somebody says it and it's you and you. Can you say it? That <laughs> <laughs> would be very funny. I'd be like, Could you all see this freeze out well, loud, please? Because I think the. Uh, <laughs> The implication seems to be that Marco is the one who hasn't spoken at that point. Yes. Because he like yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, talks yeah, to yeah, all yeah. the others and manages to Because he's get, the boss, right? But, yeah. like, their voices are not so distinct as... To, and none of the oh, others well, say... Well, not your untrained ears, Tim. If you were a CIA <laughs> veteran, you'd we'll know. Get, we'll get to it, but he has incredibly trained he ears. He does. He's got, he can echolocate yeah. with grenades. I mean, this That's is... why he thinks his daughter can sing. This is after he's trained... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this this is after he's trained Batman, so maybe he's picked up ah. some like bat-like traits. Yeah, true, it's true. true. This is post Rachel Ghoul, isn't mm. it? So, yeah. yeah, a legend. Yeah, he's also post Aslan. So maybe. Oh he's... God, yeah. God, he's hit a lot of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There. Uh, he kills the others, finds Kim's friend who was overdosed and died, uh, and then tortures Marco. Tragedy. We never see that family or friends. <laughs> they really Come brush out. over Amanda dying. Now. Yeah, yeah. Played, and then he, played by Katie Cassidy, who goes on to be in like Arrow and stuff. Yeah, by the exactly. way. Yeah. yeah. He also just he also Maggie just Grace. leaves her corpse there, <laughs> right? He doesn't like not oh. my problem. Yeah, he probably like knowing him. He knows everything about her. Oh he yeah, knows, she seems like a close family friend. As he well, he, like, know, he yeah. would know her parents like From inside and, and out and all yeah. their business dealings and all their shit. Because he's Brian Mills. He was willing it, to let his daughter travel with her. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which, and he specifically says, I have researched everything to yeah. the 110%, yep. like, beyond possibility of any yeah, but He's yeah. also probably that kind wrong. of conservative dad who's like, you know what? I bet it was your idea to go on this tour. I bet you corrupted my sweet, innocent daughter. <laughs> well, we know, she, we know she did, because there's the, the, the whole, yes. oh, I want to go out and party. You need to stop being a virgin. I need, I yeah. need to get dick. You yeah. want to get dick? You're a virgin. Oh, Let's okay. have sex with Peter, that trustworthy guy. <laughs> I heard French guys are great in bed. Oh, she does Ooh, say that. She it's does. Terrible. She does. Poor Ooh. Katie Cassidy being given that dialogue. Oh, yeah. Marco reveals that Kim has been sold to Patrice Sinclair, a criminal leader, uh, and Brian leaves him to be electrocuted to death. Bye. Yeah, it's a big fucking Jack Bauer style tor- torture works, torture guys. Works. Tor- torture scene. Come on, guys. We're, we're, results. we're in this post 11 Osama bin Laden era thing yeah. where it's like, got to torture some dudes. Oh, yeah. You know what works? Guantanamo Bay. That's yeah. what works. It's like, I don't, I, I'm not sure if I, you know what I'm going to do? Stick rusty nails in your kneecaps and electrocute you. Yeah. Sorry, what? Thank God. This the, is uh, the good guy. 
And it's great here because the electric grid is reliable, so yeah, I can kill you. He specifically talks about how yeah. unreliable the American system is. Oh, because it, it flips from DC and AC. It's like, oh, it's not reliable, whatever. But the European stuff, now that's the good well, now, stuff. I, th- I think the implication is, oh, I hated doing this in the Middle East oh, because sorry, their yes, electricity yes. kept conking yeah, out yeah. when I was Which doing this to, you know. It's a great threat until you realize he's actually being serious. Yeah. If it's just a line to scare people, If fine. he's the bad guy, that's, <laughs> that's a brilliant yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those great moments like, that's, that's fucking uh, cool. Growing up, I had to torture people and uh, yeah. electricity was never reliable. But here, Case electricity point. is reliable. <laughs> it's the uh, great villain it's piece. The, um, but no. Uh, he's like, never start with the head. Yeah. Uh, you go, oh, right? Fuzzy. And then he hits him in the hand and he goes, mm, better. Because you're like, yeah, because you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah. yeah. And also the hero of this yeah. piece. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do carry on, Tim. Yeah. Uh, Brian visits his French contact, uh, having discovered he may be corrupt, and shoots his wife in the arm <laughs> to coerce details on Saint Clair yeah. from him. While his kids are in the house. Yep. And they're like, uh, again, with the whole like relationship with Amanda being uh, Kim's friend, you get the implication that like Jean Claude Petrel, who is the mm. French detective guy, is like, oh, I don't like working with you. You're a bit of a loose cannon. Blah blah blah. And then he walks into his house and she's like, Oh, Uncle Brian, how's it going? And, and the wife's just like, Hey, man, how are you? Mm. As if they've had dinner together a bunch of times and this is normal. Yeah. And then he's like. By the way, bang, shoots her in the arm. The last thing you'll see is a bullet going through your wife's face. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Is he the good guy? <laughs> Are we the baddies? Isn't America. that moment where it's like, you left a guy to cook to death. Yeah. Not that he doesn't torture him to death. He leaves him to die via yes. electrocution in the kneecaps. Yeah. Yeah. So Someone's gets the information make- he needs and then is just like, and now I'm going to, yeah, cook explode you. your yes. heart. Yeah. That's a he, virus. He, yeah, he would <laughs> burst into flames and be like mauled and mutilated and maimed beyond recognition. Yeah, and he's the good guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm gonna shoot your fucking wife as well. Like, and then he beats him unconscious, shoots the wife. I was like, oh, we'll get the kids to bed now. I yeah. think got fucking woken up by the gunshot, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Go oh, check on them; they're already dead. Yeah. I've already killed your children. There's no, there's no point in screaming. <laughs> oh, Brian Mills is the bad guy. I've killed every person in this building. Yeah. My two daughters are upstairs. I know. They were. Now they're outside. In the now they're in hell. <laughs> uh, infiltrating St. Clair's manor, uh, he discovers a sex slave auction taking place in the basement where Kim is being sold, uh, but he gets knocked out. Uh, he manages to free himself and discovers Kim has been taken to a yacht, having been sold to a sheikh because uh, this film is not Islamophobic enough because already. Because brown people are bad. The only yeah. people at this auction are others. Yes. It's, it's literally the Middle East and Asians. Yeah. And it's like, anyone else? Any like no, there's, skeevy there's, Northern there's, Europeans? No, 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 yeah, there's, no. no there's no evil no, no, white no, no, people. No, 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 no. There's no such thing as an evil white person, no, no, Matthew. No, no, no. God forbid the guy who He's just left a dude to cook and, and shot a police officer's wife <laughs> yeah. in their home is the bad guy. No, no, no. The guy who's just on a yacht with young ladies is yeah. like, you're fairly equivalent in evilness <laughs> at this point. You're like yeah. shooting people in public and shit, Brian. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He races there, murders tons of dudes and rescues Kim. Yep. He dives uh, through a fucking window at a guy yeah uh returning to la brian takes kim to visit the pop star yeah the end she has zero trauma at the end of this 
There's no PTSD. There's no lasting like, oh, it's okay because I got you singing lessons with fucking <laughs> You know, that famous, powerful singer. I've got it. Your dad's got connections, you know. Isn't it great? It's like, <laughs> oh, here's, yeah. here's the I, uh, I don't think I can go outside anymore. Yeah. I'm too scared. No, no, you're fine. Be a singer. Where if you do get really successful, you'll be literally in public spotlight all the time. And as we know from this particular one, you might get stabbed. Yes. Fucking hell. And he specifically asked, like, any advice for my little girl? She wants to be a singer. And Holly Valance goes, don't. Don't do it, mate. You're fucking, yeah. you're people fucking try and crazy, stab mate. You. <laughs> yeah. I know clearly. people try and fucking stab you. It's, yeah. it's mental out there. And they all pay cash. And the boys, yeah. his boys, the lads. are the people who gave him this job. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how they're connected to anything. I, we'll come back to them. But They're, they're mega connected to everything. They're just, they're just shady, still CIA, whereas he is ex-CIA. But also they're the doing CIA private security. Concert? Yeah. I think they're ex-CIA, but still very well connected, whereas Brian just kind of I wanted fucked out. off and did nothing. Yeah, I wanted that to be with my whereas family, who I'm estranged Sam's from. Sam's off playing golf and controlling international That's true, yeah. on the phone. Now, again, anyway. To clarify, Taken 1, if it's a standalone film, you go, fair play, okay, it's a thing, it's entertaining, whatever it is, 90 minutes is quite tight, great, moving on. Yeah, but one benefit of these films, they all come in at about 90 minutes. Yeah, It's because the bladders of the older men watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, mine does too. This yeah. is one of, my, one of my shortest pitches. Brian kills a bunch of people. Brian drives somewhere. Kills a bunch of people. Good fight ensues. What's his motivation? I mean, he kind of just needed an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He was just waiting There's to no open a motiva- can of whoop ass. It's not yeah. character motivations, it's character excuses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What's your motivation in this scene? I, w- I was angry. I'm a yep. racist old yep. man who can't <laughs> kill people anymore. Yep. Yeah. Like, okay. Anyway. Taken two, oh. still took in 2012. In a very dramatic montage, the bodies of the gang from the first film arrive back in Albania to be buried, where Morad, the father of Marco, swears vengeance. Cut to LA, where Brian is polishing his car at the car wash, making you wonder why he didn't just wash it himself at home. <laughs> he makes a whole song and dance. Where the guy, I have to do it very specifically myself. The, the guy you know. comes up and he's like, you know, the, fin- the finish is included as part of the car wash. And he's like, no, I've got to do it myself. I'm, I'm very precise about these sorts of things. He's like, then wash your own fucking car, man. That's Pissed entirely, me off. No, that is entirely on point. You are, right co- you are correct, it's, so, it's one of those really badly written things where it's like, how do we illustrate to the audience that he's one of you? He's 100%. a guy who loves his car. Uh, he's a guy who loves attention to detail. And yes. he can... Basically, read minds and echo locate by grenades and yeah. stuff. I know I keep mentioning that. We'll get to that. It's <laughs> mental. But like, it's it's de- it's supposed to be demonstrating his like, oh, he's very particular. He's got a very particular set of skills. Yeah, polishing, and, and he loves like everything done the right way. Yeah, but also lets time. other people wash his car and then moans about it. He's like, yeah, you came here and paid uh, to, for this. To be fair, that does also sound like the target demographic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Go somewhere to pay for a service, then moan about it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's food. It's action watching. movies for boomers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He goes to collect Kim for a driving lesson, uh, but she is at her new boyfriend's place, so Brian tracks her down there. Oh, God. Creeping through the windows. Yeah. Yeah. While they're making out. Finger in, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, he slips a hand, like, into her dress, and then Brian's like, whoop, in yeah. the corner. Hello. Jamie's going to get his hand blown off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my daughter and he, like. and <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm editing that one out. You disgust me. Or I'm highlighting it. 
there's fair. there's also the the moment when like he introduces himself and Jamie Jamie is basically a perfectly nice guy in this sure and uh, like to the point of like doing the American thing of calling him sir yeah hey and, sir and Fuck you off. definitely get the vibe of, yeah he calls him Mr Mills and calls yeah. him sir yeah like, which means he's, he's very polite he's, like, he's deferencing respect and stuff mm. which also means. He can't be trusted. <laughs> but you, you definitely get the vibe that Brian was like, oh, I was hoping you were an arsehole so I could beat you up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I, I hate to, to throw it in there, but it's also we should point out, because it's kind of a relevant thing. Mm. Kid's white. Um, oh, he's white, he's white as hell. Yeah. I feel like Mills is definitely the kind of character. I was like, what's, uh, what's the kid like? Oh, yeah. he's nice. He's good. That's not what I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's not your asking. I'm telling you about his personality. Yeah. Like, what is specific ethnic background? Yeah. <laughs> Where are his parents from? Yeah. Michigan. Originally. Like, right, Michigan. <laughs> Jesus. Just like you, Dad. They're from Michigan. <laughs> Michigan County Andrew. <laughs> oh. Oh. Meanwhile, uh, Murad's men arrive in Paris where they torture Jean-Claude Brian's contact for information in a thing that, that has absolutely no relevance to the plot. They torture him. Yeah. He doesn't give up the information. And, and, they, Im- and yeah. they implied that he's corrupt in the first one. Yeah. So yeah. why isn't he just working with them for vengeance? Because Mills was wrong. Brian shot his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I might address that in my pit. <laughs> like, Good. how are they like, oh yeah, we're going to torture this guy. Isn't he on your side? Yeah, and you would be using his power of like French police bollocks. There are levels like, of corruption, you, I believe. And you would also think he'd be like, "Yeah, I'll tell you where he is. He shot my wife." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's get the cunt. Let's do it. Like yeah. he shot my wife. Yeah, it, it's it's very much a case of either Mills was wrong. Yes, or he's corrupt in that he takes money from other things. But he's actually a good cop in this regard. Like, I'll do what I need to do to protect my family. Like. You don't explicitly say you're corrupt, but I that's mean, basically what you're that's saying. What Mills did. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And also, maybe, guys, maybe he's turned over a whole new leaf and he's like, no more corruption for me. Yeah. America Sworn off of it. Yeah. Brian Mills showed me I was wrong by shooting my wife. <laughs> and to be fair, she had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, talked back. She needed to be shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lenore is separating from her new husband it's because. Awesome. Brian is so manly and capable that she cannot possibly think of no one anyone can else when she, me. Yeah, when she's making love. And the fact that Liam Neeson's like a foot taller than Sander Perk. Did you yeah. go to France and get my daughter back? Well, I don't. Ah, fuck you. No good. I paid for the plane. That's um, a very good point. He paid for the plane. Like <laughs> Brian couldn't have got there yeah. any quicker. We're like, no, nah, yeah. Okay. He could have called I don't have Sam. Money. Just called Sam, and yeah. Sam would have been like, mate, chopper's waiting outside. Let's yeah. go. Mm. Anyway, um, so uh, Brian invites her and Kim to join him in Istanbul after he finishes a security job there. He literally says, "I'm, uh, you know, let's go now. Drop everything. Yeah, on an immediate holiday to Istanbul. It's like, and I know we haven't gotten to this. And we'll get to this in a minute." There are two aspects of this that really fuck me off. Only two. Just two. Taken and two. <laughs> no. The two aspects that fuck me off is um when it fuck me off like a Frenchman. Um the fuck me off is is that um nobody remembers the events of the first film kind of. In the way that I mean they can talk about the events like, oh mm. dad, come on, this isn't mm. the same thing happened again. It's that, that diehard like rolling eyes, how can the same shit happen to the same guy twice? But more specifically, Nobody is feeling the trauma. No. Because again, this is not a film about feelings and emotions. Yeah. It's a film about 
action yeah. and movement um, over a fence very slowly in the third one. <laughs> but it's more about the idea that, you know, you're going up with a boyfriend. Or it's like, yeah, because the second I got nearly raped on a fucking yacht and sold into a sex thing, I'd be great with emotional connection with individuals. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, let's just, I mean, you might go like, oh, fine, let's fuck up in a way that's, yeah. you know, I'm just maybe, jump. maybe you need a guy around to feel protected because when Who you knows? were alone, you got abducted. It, precisely, yeah. So there's all kinds of things you can play with it. It's like, nah, it's fine. It's like, She's just back to being a normal, normal 28 year old teenager. <laughs> 19 year old 20 year old at this who fucking knows she's 19 this is set two years after the first movie for some reason so 19 played by a 32 year old now a 30 year old oh she's 30 yes she was 28 in the first one she's now 30 she was 17 now she's 19 but it's 2008 and 20. sorry yes we're four years advanced yes yes yes, you're correct (laughs) she's now 32 playing a 19 year old how old are you Jack the age gap widens (laughs) I'm 31 so imagine me playing a 19 year old I'm imagining Mm -hmm. it Tim I need you to go get Jack. He's in <laughs> France. <laughs> oh no, I'm the Kim of the situation. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I care. No, so yeah, I have real problems with the fact that everyone's like, oh yeah, just go on holiday. So, are you, mm. I would never travel ever. Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. But they all just go. And they were gonna it. they were gonna go to China until Yeah. Like Yeah, Lenore's like, yeah, we're planning a trip to China. And then okay. and then cool. Stuart cancelled it. Well, yeah. it was so hard, the separation. Well, come on to Istanbul, it's the same place. Yeah. No, it isn't. <laughs> But I'm here. Fair enough. Sorry, do carry on. Uh, Murad's men bribe a French official, a different one. Sure. Uh, and discover that Brian is in Turkey. Uh, driving to lunch with Lenore. So Lenore and Kim do go and they show up and surprise him. And go, we're here. And he's like, okay, great. <laughs> and how surprising when you invite someone. <laughs> yeah. So driving to lunch with Lenore, Brian realizes they're being tailed and get, uh, tells Lenore to get out while he leads the gang members on a chase. Dumb. The gang traps his car, but Brian teleports away, evading them for long enough to get into a badly edited fight. He literally, they box him in at either end. Yep. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Get out of the car, and he's just vanished <laughs> he's from on it. The, a different side alley somewhere. Yeah. He pulls a full Batman. It is, it's a complete, it's just like, where's he gone? So that's what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> that's Jack's Albanian accent. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, but there was a bit of smoke rising up from the car. And so he used that as camouflage to disappear. Yeah, he blended in with all the from, local from, Turkish people. From, from like six different armed guys yeah. who were about four metres away from the him. Con- yeah. The conspicuous six foot four Irishman. Who's going <laughs> to move like an old man yeah. with yeah. that gate. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, excuse an, me. An, an old man who's just been in a car crash. <laughs> 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 I, love, I love the opposite of Tom Cruise's run yeah. is Liam Neeson's run, <laughs> where he just kind of does the old man chalk <laughs> yeah. and shuffle, just like barely lifting his knees. <laughs> yeah. it, it, but he's who, outrunning all these like 20-year-old terrorists. For those who stuff. want to picture it, imagine you've seen a 50-year-old man, you're holding a door for him in like a, 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 a supermarket, and he's just two steps too far away so you're still a bit of a shuffle to get to yeah. that, but for a long you know period of time. Hey, Brits, we know got some British listeners. Hey. You know that bit where somebody like goes, oh, no, please cross the road. And you're the <laughs> pedestrian and you go, oh, oh, I better cross the road. But you don't run because you don't want to look like a dickhead. So you do the little polite jog thing. Yes. He does that, but like for his life. Yes. You know, you know when you were at school and you'd have sports day and sometimes they'd have like the parents would all race. <laughs> yes. And there's, and there's one dad who's like, a bit older than all the other dads. Yeah. Too many dads are going for it. Like, it's their, their life depends yeah. on it. There's the one that's like, I don't care and I'm too tired. Yeah. yeah. That's Liam Neeson. Yeah. Brian Mills. So, I yes. We all had a, a, a version of yeah, that we just, for the yeah. audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that very specific jog. 
listeners, right? Very specific yeah. set of jogging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Brian has a fight. Uh, however, when he realizes that Lenore has been captured, he surrenders, uh, stalling long enough to call Kim and warn her that they are being taken. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you taken there, but the guy just lets him make a phone yeah, call. <laughs> he does. <laughs> They're both holding at gunpoint, and then also Lenore shows up, and then he's like, hold on. One sec, let me just... Uh... Hello, police. <laughs> <laughs> right? He could be calling anybody. And they're Hello, just like, Sam. <laughs> we're just going to stand here and let you do this. No, 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 please carry on. I'll shoot you and, and capture you and beat you basically yeah. to half to death after yeah. you finish this. Let me just kneecap specific... your wife while you're phoning up the talking yeah. clock. This, right? This seems important. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's some really good edits of like the talking clock in there. And he's like... <laughs> the time is currently... <laughs> Does the talking clock still exist? We've explained it to our listeners. I have no idea. I've never you, used in it. In the past... Oh, I, I did. because you're old. Phone bill. Yeah. Um, in the past, you could call a certain number in Britain, I assume rest places around the world, and you would say, the time is currently 7.39 and, <laughs> and it would do, yeah, 14 seconds. Yeah, it would do after the three beeps. Yes. The time will yes. be... On the third tone, the time, yes. sponsored by Acurus, yes. will that be... Exactly right, yes. Beep. I remember they had to Beep. re-record all the, all the bits and have to read them all out. It's laughably stupid as a service because, like, yeah. if you have everybody money has for a, a phone, phone bill, and a but watch, not a watch. Now, like, yeah. <laughs> or a clock, but obviously it's a thing of the past. Yeah, do carry clearly it. it was of use at some point because otherwise uh, it wouldn't have been invented. Probably, yeah. During like the that years, doesn't explain using... all inventions, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> not all inventions have an absolute purpose. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, I was thinking a few, but okay. <laughs> Kim manages to hide from the men sent to kidnap her long enough for hotel security to arrive, get shot, and then the, the kidnappers flee. They yeah. just murder those dudes in the, they do. in the elevator. They also murder a random hotel guest. Yeah, and they go like, like, oh no, we shot, shot the guy. guy. Which just is shot the only guy. reason why Kim is uh, sort of able to hide a little long. She's in yes. a cupboard. And yeah. rather than him going in looking in the cupboard, because he, he does that classic sort of film thing, he stalks towards the cupboard, gun drawn, she's inside. Yeah. Starts to open it, there's a gunshot, goes, oh, better go. Yeah. Like, it takes five seconds to open a wardrobe. Just yeah. Have a look. Oh, there they are. <laughs> yeah. Brian, who has been tracking his journey to the gang stronghold, sort of like counting the He's time and counting the time out loud, out loud. Yeah. and we'll get to this in a moment. Uses it later on to kind of coordinate himself. Yeah, even it's though like, he's uh, walking later on, and this is driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's moving at very different speeds. One, two, uh, birds, pigeon, yeah, ship, ah, market store, yeah, some Mu- foreign mu- language, mu- music. Thank God that nobody like moves. You know, like the guy who's playing music game. doesn't move on to a different place or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, those um, birds are always there. So he get he gets taken to the stronghold. Then they knock him unconscious. Could have done that in the van, and you know, yeah, it meant that smart he, move. He, yeah. yeah, yeah. When he was standing, sat there counting under his breath. <laughs> Why is, this man Why talking is he so doing much? it out loud? Oh god! Uh, and uh, he awakens zip tied to a pipe. He uses a hidden mobile phone in his sock or something. In his like, sock, god, yeah. Oh god. Oh yeah, that tiny little. Yeah, the tiny like a, little. Whoop. Yeah. What the fuck is that? He's just got a phone for every occasion. Oh, I'm it's getting a, I'm It's bit... a CIA phone. I mean, he didn't put it out of his arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> Slides it down his leg. <laughs> got a fish and I the condom now. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to put this up against my face. <laughs> that's why I kept it in the condom. In a way mm. that's kind of impossible for him to actually reach if you actually try to do that whole yeah. hand over um, a pipe. I, like, are, you, are you actually that limber, Liam Neeson? He's like, yeah. no, I'm not. There's a. 
There's a, you saw me running. There's a runner here who's got a <laughs> desert boot on the end of his hand that he's lifting it up for me to get. Well, that's why Liam Neeson runs like that, because he's got a phone shoved up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> at, at all times. The emergency phone is like, oh. <laughs> or just even, constantly clenched just, buttocks, it's just, just in case. It's slid down inside his sock, and it's just in a really uncomfortable place in his shoe. Christ. Christ almighty. Jeez, what's, what's wrong with you? Nothing. <laughs> You got uh, a limp there, Brian. Just sit no. still. It's a long Shut flight up. to Istanbul. <laughs> Need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you do that a lot, bro. Are you all right? I'm getting to that age. <laughs> Welcome to Istanbul. <laughs> okay, we can assume from now on every scene in a Taken movie has Brian with a mobile phone shoved up his arm. Anytime, anytime Brian's not on on actual screen, he is uh, taking a trip to the toilet to just rearrange. <laughs> just taking myself off to the toilet. You're doing what? You heard. I have a very particular. Can I put you on hold for a moment? <laughs> you imagine the moment where something's just. In other news, the latest Samsung has been exploding. Jesus Christ! He's going to the, he's going to the toilet. Shit, oh, yeah, Samsung explodes. There's a, there's a bit when he arrived, when he's like settling in in Istanbul, and there's like do. there's like a whole news report on the news that's about like some terrorist attack that's yep. gone on. Yes, and they make a real point of him like stopping and listening to it, and it never fucking comes up again. It's because he might want to involve himself in it. It's like is that my boys? Yeah. A good, I train them because a good guy with a gun solves all problems. Yeah, right? yeah that might be it. It's like, That's is that it. my next mission? Yeah. yeah. Also, being CIA, and it's like, oh, terrorist involvement. It's like, did we train those fucking? <laughs> Hang on, I am involved. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, God. God. I know you. Anyway, <laughs> so he calls Kim and tells her to go to the American embassy, but she convinces him to help uh, to let her help him escape using a grenade Here from his go. equipment case. They triangulate his location, Tim. They use echolocation with grenades. And his magical counting skills. And his magical counting skills to triangulate their position to each other. Alerting all the bad guys, which they show. Yeah. There's like, in the background, and the bad guys go like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, grenades go off in Istanbul. Yeah. You know, a major city in... Yeah. Kim, I need you to throw that out the window. Don't worry about the babies on the pavement. Don't yeah. look where you're throwing it. <laughs> It'll haunt your fucking dreams. <laughs> trust, tr- trust me. You don't want to know who you're killing. But if you do, it's will just the CIA for you. Seriously. He, she just lobs it over She just roof. chucks it out of a roof club yeah. thing and it's like... Nobody stops her. You're definitely killing civilians. <laughs> How are you, the person who should have PTSD from being kidnapped the last time? Just like, cool, I guess I'll throw grenades in public, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah. It's the foreigns. It doesn't matter, apparently. <laughs> She's only killing brown people, so it's allowed. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. So they managed to triangulate his location, and Kim heads there with a gun, and yes, some more grenades as well. Yes. Uh, Murad introduces himself to Brian, then brings in Lenore, making a small cut in her neck and hanging her upside down to bleed out. The smallest, point, most pointless little, like, yes. nick in her neck. He doesn't, like... Slit her throat and leave her to die. He goes like, Meep. yeah. Oh, you're gonna bleed out from this. I assume this I, is a whole. Is that a thing? It's it's halal. I assume like this is oh, some whole God. like 
<laughs> anti-Islam thing, right? Look what savages the Muslims are. I guess they like, hang yeah, they hang creatures like a... upside down and oh, slit their throats I hadn't even and stuff. Thought of that? Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, isn't it? It totally, I mean, yeah, but it totally is. I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously that's monstrous and awful. And not, I mean, in the sense of like how it's depicted, but it's more the idea of like. In terms of like torture methods and things historically, yeah. like, oh no, that's a thing people used to do in you know, you know, in in, mm. in warlike eras from several hundred years ago. Yeah, or, whatever, or you know, whatever. But surely it's like a very specific puncture. It has to be quite at you have to bleed out quite a lot. You would assume you go for like the yes, the big aorta, not a or literal whatever, like, like yeah. little nick. Yeah, it's a so little, yeah. just pinprick well, it's, thing. It's like it, it's a it's an incredibly cinematic cut. By which I mean it's incredibly convenient yeah. it's oh, like yeah, yeah. oh she'll bleed to death within half an hour if i hang her up but also if i if you get her down she'll just be kind of woozy and out of it for the yeah. rest of the film yeah, as long yeah, as she's not hanging upside down she's fine no doesn't, doesn't even you get her in like half an hour and as long as i don't leave the room which i'm about to do and yeah. leave no guards in with here. no guards or anything mm. yeah then then she'll definitely definitely die yeah she won't it even just need to like hold a uh, like no. a bandage up against it yeah. she'll just kind of be fine it's straight up bond villain shit oh yeah it's, definitely. i have told you the whole plot and my plan yeah and now i leave you to just solve it by yourself and they also I'll... don't care they're just gonna kill her anyway so it almost doesn't matter yeah, yeah. and yeah. also something we haven't talked about the first one is a 15 or an r rating is that an r rating in the u.s whatever that is it should i be believe so yeah this is a 12a yeah where they Clearly cut out a bunch of blood or didn't shoot mm. a Get bunch of blood. Get that money. Yeah. Because all the kids want to see this old man. And yeah. I wonder, like, this is the, the most... The kids love Liam Neeson. <laughs> the most blood we see is this cut yeah. thing in Lenore's neck. And it's like... And it's mostly okay. drip, drip, dripping drip, over drip, her drip. CIA black hood thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it's like, he's murdered a bunch of people. She killed civilians with grenades. Like, this should, this should be a lot more violent and yeah. visceral than it is. And... What, like you said, what 12-year-olds are you appealing to with this shit, man? Oh, no, she's not true because it's America. I was going to say, I wonder if it's just old men wanting to take their kids and say, see, daddy's got you. And then Probably. Like, Hang on a minute. No, because in America, you do that anyway. That's what R8 you could do. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't make a difference. So, don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it, mm. was, it was specifically, according to the studios and stuff, like specifically made to be a 12A. There was a cut of it that was 15, and sure. they, they trimmed down. I think Mark Kermo talked about this in one of his reviews. Uh-huh. They cut down like three specific scenes, so there was less blood, and therefore it made mm. the twelve A cut for whatever reason. I was mm. like, why? Yeah, who cares? Oddly enough, that's very relevant to what we're going to be talking about next week. <laughs> it's odd <laughs> oh, choices God, of making yeah, yeah, everything twelve yeah. A and PG and all this bollocks, yeah. but yeah. like, oh god, that goes so wrong in so many ways. And such a weird choice for a taken sequel to be like, Amer- oh, to the kids. Had, yeah, uh, in between R and uh, and PG thirteen. Oh yeah, fifteen. Well, made R fifteen. Mm. And NC-17, what it is, very team. Yeah. I feel like it's solved so many problems. Yeah. Do carry on, Tim. So uh, after he le- after Murad leaves, Brian frees himself. Magic. Yeah, and her. Uh, and then he breaks a steam Within vent. Within like seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, breaks a steam vent so Kim can find the building that he's in. She drops the... You're looking du- for the steam yeah. in a hot country during yeah. the day. Good fucking luck. Yeah. Uh, she drops the gun down to him through the steam vent. Good job there wasn't like a grill <laughs> inside it. Yeah, because all steam vents gonna... are water pipes, just open gutters. Yeah. I'm just going to bounce it around this corner, Dad. Hold on. Plink, clang, clink, 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 clang, yeah. clink, clong, clong. Clunk. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. Got the right one. Kim, uh, you got it in the wrong fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> it, the bad guys have now got my gun. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, hang on now. Uh, 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 
Oh, oh another phone and a gun. He's <laughs> uh, got a gun up there as well. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that like the little James Bond gun? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, like... no, it's Desert Eagle, isn't it? <laughs> John Malkovich's plastic gun from In the Line <laughs> yes. of Fire. The, the barrel's fine. It's the handle that's the problem. Yeah. So he breaks free. Uh, some gang members pursue Kim, but Brian uh, kills, pursue her in a awfully edited sequence. Yeah. There are bits where the guy is like four meters behind her. Then yep. we cut to a shot of her running out onto a rooftop and yep. there's like 10 meters of space behind her and yep. no guy there. Yep. Then it cuts back and he's still four meters behind yep. her. Yeah. It is atrocious. Welcome, no to, sense, welcome to the Taken series. No <laughs> sense of geography whatsoever. I assume you've seen the fence jumping oh, scene yes. from Taken 3. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> 17 <laughs> cuts in 7 seconds. Honestly. But that's, that's a, we're doing this to make it look like it's more exciting than it is. Or are they just covering up the fact that Liam Neeson can't jump oh, a fence? Oh, well, that too. Because he's 65. That then you too. just do it from a wide angle and have a fucking other actor do it. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's... But this is a different. This is one of many kinds of bad. Oh, editing I, I agree. In this film. The editing yeah. is maybe the worst thing about yeah. this movie, on top of all the Islamophobia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the misogyny. <laughs> I mean, sure, it's, it's got a lot of fucking problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yes, gang members pursue Kim, but Brian kills them before she can be taken. <laughs> Never gets old. Not gonna lie. <laughs> really, old. you felt like you lost energy though, Tim. Taken. No, no, it was a bit more like a. Uh, <laughs> as a relief because we're nearly over. Yep. <laughs> Brian and Kim steal a taxi. Again, just fucking over the locals. Yep. Just like, I'm taking this car. A taxi which works fine. Okay. <laughs> the engine works fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and return to the gang's hideout, but are too late to prevent Lenore from being recaptured because Brian didn't bother to like yep. take her with him he yep. was too busy she'll be she'll be fine in the corner yeah. yeah i was told she has 30 minutes to live if she was upside <laughs> down but she's the right way around now so yep. just leave her in the corner she'll be fine uh brian shoots a police officer yep. who is working with the gang yep. again on like sure. the flimsiest of like yep. oh he was getting a phone call at the same time yep, yep. like that yep. can just happen, Could Brian. Could have just been a bloke that he just murders in the street who's a police yeah. officer yep yep uh which leads to a car chase uh, is that where the car doesn't start or is that later? Because I find it really annoying that, that when uh, Kim's on her own, she has to start the engine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she With can't. her crazy, I don't know how to drive, but I know how to drive like a stunt driver. Yes. Drive. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. how to do backwards handbrake turns. Uh, but she's, <laughs> she's been getting lessons from Brian. So, you know, he, he'd teach her the, the, the cool shit. <laughs> Would he though? No, he wouldn't. He, he would, would be teach, like, he drive would be at like, twenty miles an hour, Kim. Why do you need to learn how to drive? I'll drive you everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're never moving out. What's the problem? Never go above twenty five. That's how you die. Yes. <laughs> if you go above twenty five, you could end up in France. Exactly. Mirrors, indicator, handbrake turn. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. She does a a reverse handbrake turn down yeah. a tiny little Istanbul alley. Yeah. Like spectacular it's, stunt it's, driving has already failed her test twice and at this al- point specifically already failed yeah. her test twice it's, full on it's like speed it, baby driver stuff it's, yes. it's, well it's like the speed 2 thing of like yeah, it is, yeah. Annie being a terrible driver yeah. but actually no she's an amazing driver because she yeah goes bullshit yeah oh, anyway mm. women can't drive that's what we learned from speed 2 and <laughs> yeah. taken 2 uh... after shaking the gang members and the police they head to the US embassy which they crash into for no reason yep and then are somehow not blown up by the US military. 
despite the fact that they have like a heavy machine gun trained on them mm. and then they just sit in front of it to make a phone call to Sam and this, be like, yep. hey, can you get us out of trouble because we just crashed into the US yeah. embassy. If you arrive at the embassy without your passport, guess what's happening? Nothing. It's like, <laughs> oh, Americans. Sure you are. <laughs> I, I hate to say it because most of the American embassy were like, no. Don't not you with, know who not I, I am? No, with that fucking accent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an American citizen. <laughs> are you, mate? I'm not sure you are. I know. This wrong episode turned up at. Yes. Exactly. This, this is my 19 year old daughter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, of course, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you mean 32 year old escort. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just calls Sam, and Sam's like, yeah, sorted, mate. No problem. Yep. While playing golf, he's like, hey, guys, Bri's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. No problem, Bri. I got you covered. And then. That's it. Cut That's away. it. Yep. Done. We cut away to a different scene. Everything's yep. fine. He leaves Kim there. Then he does his he slow. Does. Then he does his slow walk Ever around Istanbul, <laughs> tracing his steps back, listening to the birds and the sea. Pigeons. Music. Pigeons. Grenades. Dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking birds. <laughs> uh, finds... I wish you said feck more in these. Yeah. <laughs> or Egypt. Or yeah. Egypt. That yeah. would have been great. Uh, finds his way back to the stronghold. He murders tons of dudes, pursues the remaining gang members to a bathhouse because it's, oh, it's foreign land. They have Turkey. these weird Bathing. things. Clean. Continues to murder tons of dudes and rescues Lenore. Which he just left to, who he just left to yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Again yeah. Multiple times he's like, oh, yeah. she's in that room over there, but I got to go kill this dude. <laughs> Yeah, because there's nothing to do with them. It's all to do with him and his property being taken. Yes. It's an old fucking medieval contract of, you took my property, yeah. which is my wife, and therefore my honour is besmirched. Last you. Yep. Confronting Murad, Brian offers him a chance to go home if he stops his quest for vengeance. Murad's quest for vengeance. Brian will not stop his quest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his vengeance has been being born. Yeah. He's trying to be angry at God. Murad agrees and Brian drops his gun only for Murad to go for it and shoot at Brian. The joke's on him though because Brian has taken yeah. the bullets out and kills Murad by impaling him on a hook. It's like such a fucking a... medieval <laughs> yeah. warlord. Yeah. It, and it's not like uh, they get into a bit of a struggle and like, oh, he shoves him back and like, he impales yeah. himself back and yeah. <laughs> just murks a dude. He just grabs his head and just goes on to the spike. Yeah. <laughs> he just shoves him like fairly slowly and just goes like Yeah, because yeah, he wants to hurt. And he doesn't like there's no like kicking and screaming, no like, oh there's... my god. He just kind of pushes his head fairly slowly onto the spike. It's like yeah. thought I'm done. There's no rage. There's Rated no PG thirteen. There's, yeah. there's also a bit in earlier when he's fighting like the lieutenant, who's the kind of like the dragon, the actually mm. competent fighter, because yeah. Murad's just an old dude. Where they have this like fight in the bathhouse, and then he breaks his neck in the weirdest way yep. possible. Yep, it's so. I mean, it's it's completely that twelve A thing where it's yeah. like, oh, we, we CGI'd out a knife here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a bit where he. I can't remember which one it's in. He gets like a baton or a nightstick or whatever because mm. they're just lying about all mm. over the place for some reason. Attacks a guy with it and then like puts it under his neck and breaks his neck. Like, you could have done that with your bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> You've done that to loads of dudes <laughs> with your bare hands. What's the point? He's boy? tired. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a fucking break. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, murder's done. Back in LA, Kim passes her driving test, and the hey! Mills family plus Kim's boyfriend celebrate with milkshakes. Yay. Four, four milkshakes. 
Yeah, I invented... Invented? Invited Jesse? Is it Jesse? Jamie. 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 Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Jesse's uh, in next week's episode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I invited Jamie. And then she says... And he's like, oh, well, okay, then hello. And he does his shake the hand, very yeah. respectful, like, hello, sir. Yes. And, it's like, and then there's like... Lovely to see you again, Mr. Mills. Yeah. And, and then it's, uh, come on, Dad, please don't shoot him. I like this guy. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> and it's like, Let's laugh through our trauma. <laughs> yeah. I just need to go to the toilet. Yeah. And, she's, and then the wife's like, I'm a bit faint. Shut the fuck up. What's wrong with you? I've lost a lot of fucking blood. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't fixed this gash in my neck. <laughs> yeah. It's been three weeks. This this milkshake is doing nothing. It's like a cartoon. It's pouring out the side of her face. He told me 30 minutes if you're upside down, but about six weeks if you're on the right way. So you're fine, Lenny. You fucking Batman. He just keeps calling her Lenny as well. Like, yeah. Weird. Lenny. Weird. Would be much better if it was Lenny from The Simpsons. Or Lenny Henry. Or Lenny from <laughs> of Mice and Men. <laughs> All three, please. Do you see yeah. the rabbits, George? Oh, dear. Not good films. No. But the first one is fine. The first one is yeah. perfectly fine, serviceable on its own. The second one is a weird repeat. And also, a lot of uh, the issues that Brian encounters is because he can't figure out where to put his stuff, i.e. his family. <laughs> um, because he's like... The near corpse of his wife. Yeah. Ex-wife. They are literally... And the first film, yes, okay, it's a really unfortunate tourist trappy kind of really awful thing. The, sex trafficking is a really awful yep. thing happens all mm. the fucking time. This is one of those horror stories of like oh my god you couldn't travel it could have gone wrong doesn't obviously happen to everybody all the fucking time but it's that nightmare it's, scenario for a parent well sure. it's the it's the again fucking fox news conservative it media horror story of sex trafficking where it's like it's it a would... pretty blonde american girl who gets picked up by horrible foreigners yeah rather than the majority of actual sex trafficking where it's, it's like people from like Eastern European Eastern European people, Asia yeah. to America yes uh-huh. yes yeah never happened in the United States of America uh, where do you think yeah. the final destination for these people is? Yeah. yeah. Somewhere like Oman or some shit. No, 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 no. Yeah, they all go to Saudi Arabia. They get bought up by a sheikh. Yeah. For, for extra shake money shack. because they're virgins. Um, or bought by like Republican senators. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's more like. Um, but that being said, uh, the second one is like, oh no, everyone is around him is, is, is collateral because he's a fucking idiot and he gets himself into all his problems. And. Then he's like, get out of the car, Lenny. We're being tra- we're being followed. No, sorry. What's happening? Just tell me what's happening. I can't tell you what's happening. Yeah. Don't look or you, say anything. You literally can yeah. because that's what... You know, yeah, you spend is. more time telling her that you can't, can't tell, tell her you. what's happening. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> than Just explain the thing, You'll be hysterical. Um, but then he's like, get out and fend for yourself. I'll yeah. head them off. He's like, what? That's a very good point. Oh, no, she got nicked. It's like, yeah, because yeah. you left her alone. Yeah, dickhead. You're, you're in a fucking car. And yeah. I think he has a gun at that point. He does. Yeah. Like, but why not just keep... Blending in the market. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Yeah. You know, go and blend in Istanbul, Famke Janssen. Yes. <laughs> weird. And then, of course, classically, you know, you know, jump out this window. And, the, and his plan for how she could escape is foiled because someone's locked a door. Yes. <laughs> he's managed to... Oh, yeah, she runs down an alley and she's like, help, I'm locked in. He's managed to memorise the layout of Istanbul to the point where they're just driving somewhere back from lunch and he's yeah. like, I know exactly the path to take to get you to a taxi yep. rank from yep. here. But also, oh, if that door's locked, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Which is classically someone who says, you know, Oh, I've lived in this city for so long, or mm. alternatively, oh, I've used to come here all the time as a kid, and it's like, mm. oh, it's all different now. Yeah, well, no fucking shit. Yeah, 
Did you go down every single street? No, every single door and every single restaurant? No. You visit any... I, I mean, used grenades for echolocation. Yeah. <laughs> I just threw a bunch of grenades around. Now I know the layout. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. I'm, I'm, fu- I'm the, fucking daredevil. There's, I'm some, there's some pigeons over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a living vampire. <laughs> My God. I mean, there is a 90s version when we got Liam oh, Neeson as Morbius. Would got a very that? particular set of skills. And also some tiny mouths on my hand. <laughs> I have a very particular disease. <laughs> very particular set of gills. Oh! He's <laughs> got those weird gill ear things, yeah, sure. mushroom ears. I don't. I don't. I don't. I find don't that very think about them. They're very. They ripple. And it's disgusting. Um. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one of those sort of like one of the, one of the Star Trek bad guys of the week. You think, what's the thing we can slap on the face to make them look like an alien? <laughs> mushrooms. Never show them again. They're disgusting. Yeah. So, Taken Two. Yes. Functional movie, very very dumb. I mm, I would say badly functional. I think it's a two out of five movie. What would you guys mm, think? Would you say that that? You think a so, one out of five? No, it probably yeah, is it's a, a two. two. It's I, a two. I, see, I would say. Oh, well, we, do we have zeros, Matthew? I don't do zeros. I, I know you don't. But like, is that <laughs> you can do what you like? Is that an option that you choose not to use on your scale? Or is it just not on the scale? Yours, is yours a scale of zero to five or one to five? Mine's one to five. Okay. I will never give film a zero. Okay. Even if it's yes, the it's worst fucking thing I've ever seen. Definitely a two then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say that the first Taken is a two out of five for me. Sure. Fine. Because I just find like the Islamophobia and it's so the the bad yeah, guys yeah. are literally have the crescent moon and star tattooed on their hand to mark them as part of this criminal gang. Which also mm. happens to be widely recognised symbol for yeah. Islam. And it's also on the yes. Turkish flag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not like it's like like oh, it's oh, 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 I mean, case in point. I have a giant cross on my back. Yeah, yeah. It's the same equivalent, arguably, from a religious standpoint. Oh my yeah. god, he's part of the gang. Hold on, hold on. Has that guy got a crucifix tattoo? He's evil. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Historically, uh, <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But yes. So from a from a disagreeing with the politics of it point of oh, view no, i would fair. give it a Entirely two out of five from it. a filmmaking point of view it probably is a three out of five I if you can if you can sure. separate that stuff mm. whereas yeah from a filmmaking point they're they're both horrible politically oh definitely but, they're, they're very much leading to their demographic yeah but the yeah. second one is much less competent in its filmmaking agreed so you've read a bit about three tim briefly are you aware that Lenore's husband, Stuart. You know, he, he, turned, like... he turns out to be evil. <laughs> Correct. He's Correct. like connected to all Russians kinds of Because bull... yeah. Brian hints at that. He's like, oh, I know you. What have you done with her, Stuart? Uh, have bad. you got any enemies who want yeah. to kill you? I know you did a deal with Russians that yeah, went south I... five years ago. Exactly, yeah. And he's like, how did you know that? And he's like, well, I know everything. And also you're about to morph into Dougray Scott. Yeah, there's this whole bit. And I was like, okay, they're setting that up for something. He's not in the second movie at all. No. And then in the third one, different actor. It's like, okay, right. You didn't think this through, did you? <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, they clear. They, there was no way that this was like, oh, we're setting this up for a trilogy because I had no idea this was. Oh fuck like, no! It's a, it's a standalone film. That's yeah. Got another one. Yeah, that was successful enough to spawn not just two sequels, but also a whole... All the knockoffs. All the knockoffs. Taken on a plane, yeah. taken on a train. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Taken on a plane, taken, taken on, on a train, train. taken all downtown, taken in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Welsh taken. <laughs> I've been taken. 
Tinker and Cardiff. <laughs> Still Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most worst person in this town. Uh, I got a very particular set of skills, I'll have you know. I'm, f- I'm from Aberystwyth. <laughs> Don't think you are, Liam. Um, yeah, we should probably get around to fixing Taken 2, right? This week's episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. But what is Athletic Greens, you might be asking, listeners? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens 1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that will help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and most importantly for Brian Mills, your aging. Athletic Greens is lifestyle friendly, so it's very convenient for you, whether you are eating a keto diet, or you're vegan or vegetarian like myself, or dairy-free like my partner, uh, gluten-free, all that kind of stuff. It's very easy and accessible for anyone to try and get the vitamins and minerals you may be missing in your diet without having to compromise on your dieting at the moment. It also contains less than one gram of sugar. Unlike many health supplements, AG1 actually has kind of a mild tropical taste. So something you can actually look forward to taking instead of, you know, that typical kind of green, earthy kind of taste you get. Green nastiness, yeah. Yeah, you often get that with a lot of the the health supplement kind of things. It's also cheaper than getting all of the separate ingredients and supplements yourself. It's one contained thing in a nice little habit you can form every morning. Just remember to take that with your breakfast and you get all the benefits. Athletic Greens also has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's been recommended by doctors, professional athletes, trainers, coaches and trusted by local health experts across the US as well. In 2020, Athletic Greens also purchased carbon credits that make the whole project carbon neutral and protecting growth of rainforests and things like that as well. So they're also very environmentally conscious there as well, something we very much support here at Sequelizers. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com emerging. Links are in the show notes as always to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This week's episode is also sponsored by Audible. Unfortunately, there are no Taken novels, so you can't go to Audible and find... I'm a little surprised. Yeah, I guess you'd expect a novelization, but Audible does have a selection of hundreds of thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, guided meditations, and fitness-supporting audio as well. So you can go to audibletrial.com slash sequel. You get a free trial, and you get a free audiobook on us. And if you want to go and check out something that's kind of like Taken, we've touched on it a couple of times going to talk about the Lee Child novels based on the character Jack Reacher, which Tom, Tom Cruise was in a little Ano-ano- while ago. Another hyper-competent military man. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. He's, he's the ultimate man who can do all the things, and he's like seven feet tall and yeah. seven feet wide, and yeah. just like Tom Cruise. He's got a TV show now where he's actually a tall man. Yes, exactly. Yes, from Coronation Street, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Yes, if you'd like to listen to Killing Floor, that is the first book in the Jack Reacher series, you can, in fact, go to audibletrial.com slash sequelizers, and you can get a month free trial of their service and a copy of Killing Floor for free to keep as well, even if you don't choose to continue your membership. 
That's audibletrial.com slash sequelizers for a free trial and a free audiobook of your choice. So, before we get to fixing, before I get to fixing Taken 2, should we take a, a little divergent path to the tomatometer, gentlemen? Ah, Tim? Ooh. Tim? Against our will. I'm not, I'm not going to do any crazy spin-offs or knock-offs or anything because we could be here all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every every bad fi- Liam Neeson action film <laughs> from the past 15 years. Yes, everything Liam Neeson has made in the last 15 years, minus the grey, because I don't count that. I yeah. don't care. Let's do Taken 1, Taken 2, Taken 3, shall we? Yes. Yes. Tim, what do you reckon the tomatometer score, and I'll give you a clue, 177 okay. critical reviews from 2008, a runtime, as we said, 91 minutes. Mm, delicious. I can imagine this got a lot of three out of fives. Right? It's one of those movies. Yeah, yeah. and there, there'll be the occasional person who really didn't like it. Yep. Uh, there'll be the occasional person who's been like, a breath of fresh air. Liam Neeson sparkles as the intense Brian Mills. Uh, mm-hmm. But most people are going to be like, it's fine. Um, which will translate to a positive review. So I think this is going to get a... Nice 69. Nice. Nice. Matthew, taken numero uno. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to say 76. 76. I cannot see it being in the 80s. I think 70, anything in the 70s is generous. 60s is more like a retrospect, like, actually, now I think about it. mm." But I think realistically at the time, all the positive reaction was very much a case of like, this is pretty fucking good. Mm. And by that, I mean, three out of five. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's good. Jumping forward, 2012. Runtime of 92 minutes, so one minute longer than its predecessor. Taken 2 from 172 critical reviews, so pretty similar yeah. numbers. What do you reckon, Tim? I really hope there was a drop-off for this, because it is much less competently produced. I will give away nothing just yet. Um, I'm going to say, let's go for around 50. Round 50 from Tim Mate and Matthew Stockton. I think there'll be... Uh, the people who enjoyed the first one will be frustrated that it's been sort of uh, suppressed with the age rating stuff. Yeah. And the fact that it doesn't offer a great deal new. Um, there'll be a, a bunch of disgruntled old men that want to see more torture. Yeah. So I'm going to say 61. 61. For taken two from Matthew Stockton. Maggie Maggie Grace gets more to do, and you'll wish she didn't. <laughs> We've knocked it down five points because Maggie Grace gets more screen time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and off to Taken Three, 2014, the longest of the trilogy, at 109 minutes. Yeah, and you feel every single second of it. <laughs> uh, a review, uh, sorry, a number of reviews, 122 critics mm-hmm. reviewed this one. What do you reckon, Mister Mason? Are we into Again. Olympus's fallen era? Because I think that Jared Butler's take up the mantle yeah. now, old Celt. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not having seen it, but based on everything I know, I would hope there's another drop-off. So I'm going to say 38. 38 from Tim. Matthew Stockton. I'll keep up my thing of 70, 60, 50. So let's say 54. 54 from Matthew. Well, there's certainly a pattern. In that you have overshot all three movies. Oh, Ooh, wow. Fuck this one. Both of you have overshot dramatically, so I need to do some maths. Okay. One was a clean sweep for Tim, then. Uh, Tim, yeah, Tim, yeah, you've, got the, I you've got the lower numbers. Went lower. Yeah. <laughs> None of you are particularly close. Well, uh, no, you're fairly close on the first one. There's significant drop offs 
for two and okay, three. Okay. So I'm, um, I'm really intrigued what the audience score is as well because uh, I bet oh. these are oh. almost exactly the same every time. 97, 85, <laughs> 81. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Something like that. Oh, so yes, Christ. Tim, clean sweep for you. Congratulations. Boop, boop, boop. But you both consistently overshot all three films. The first one has a 59% at time Ooh. of recording. Oh, wow. That's yeah. surprising. Mm. Yeah. Audience score, almost you correctly guessed, Matthew, 85%. Yeah. Barking hell, that's wrong. Yeah. Then we take a big drop off. <laughs> Taken Straight, two is twenty two percent. Matthew, I believe you said it was going to be sixty one percent. Wow, twenty two. I'm following Owen Wilson thing right now. Yeah, I'm a little wow. off. Take, wow. Taken wow. Two is largely bereft of the kinetic thrills and surprises that made the original a hit. I mean, that's very true. It's not wrong. Sure, that's sure. Not wrong. It's got grenades though. <laughs> <laughs> Echo location with grenades. What's more surprising than grenades? Uh, audience score again, much higher, but not quite as crazy high at fifty-two percent. Oh, but I didn't even get that. That's I know. Yeah. Oh, that is intensely disappointing for everybody involved. Ready to get lower? We're taking three. I, I'm, I'm too much in shock at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you're bamboozled. You know, going to be fifth. Your guess for Taken Three is almost as high as the actual score for Taken One. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah. Um, thirteen percent for Ooh, Taken Three, hell. with an audience score of forty-three percent. Well, can we get a choice quote from the uh, Taken uh, Three review? Hampered by toothless PG thirteen action sequences, incoherent direction, and a hackneyed plot. Taken 3 serves as the clear signal that it's well past time to retire Brian Mills. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. That Fair. film is garbage. <clears throat> I almost want to read a positive review and see if we can find it. Just be like... Oh, there'll be some. Liam Neeson nails action like few others. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a compliment or a not. In Wait, the, hang on. Maybe that's a misquote and they're talking about them shoving nails shoving into nails people's, people's <laughs> kneecaps. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> well, there we wow. go. Yeah. 52, sorry, 59, 22, and 13%. Yeah. A classic trilogy drop-off of just getting what, worse. What were the audience mm. scores for, for two and three? Uh, we had 85, we had 52, and then we have 43. Wow. So significant okay. drop-offs yeah, again. Yeah. Like, it's the similar scale, but yeah. just up by like 30% each yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dear God. Yeah, they're not good films. Mm. No, they're not. No, 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 no they're not. not. I'm 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 both surprised and I'm clearly very much in shock, but also logically it makes complete sense. Mm. I I'm I mean I'm almost grateful because it feels like a shift where the classic uh, majority of rated critics would be the target audience, i.e., old white men, and now hopefully getting pushing away from that bit and everyone's going actually you know what these are about you know, not very good at all. So hmm. I'd be very curious to see how you're going to fix this, Jack. Mm. I actually, I think it's one of those films where I could see this having uh, a few threads I'd pick up and go, actually, you know what? There's a bit of a story here. I've hinted at a couple of them as we've You have, through. you have indeed. And I feel like it's like with the uh, with our Born Legacies spin-offy prequel sequel thingy in that it's like, I don't really... Of all the directions you could have gone, why was it Jeremy Renner? Yeah. And so I like... I've cast Jeremy Renner as a young <laughs> Brian Mills. Brian Mills' son. Yes. I don't know how much Jeremy... age difference is yeah, between Yeah, I was going to sure. say Jeremy Renner's BFB. Now. Now. But so, like... so he would have been... he's still 20 years younger than yeah. Liam Neeson. So, so that's feasible. perfectly reasonable. I mean, I watched Northman and, and uh, both uh, Klaus Bang and Ethan Hawke and even Nicole Kidman 
are like 10 years older than Alexander yeah. Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah, he true. just looks like he's a ripped 25-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that aside. Anyway. What are you going to do? I'm going to do a few things. The title, I couldn't give less of a shit about. <laughs> so I came up with... Oh, okay. Taken again. Taken, Ooh. T-O-O. <laughs> taken to the limit. Taken to Kill Mills. Taken to the streets. Too taken, too furious. And still taken. Oh, that I'll, kind of hurt me. I'll use them in various international releases. Do with them as you will, production studios. These what are also you... all Michael Giacchino <laughs> names for tracks. For the... Funny yeah. enough, my composer is Michael <laughs> And he's doing all of this. No. Um, Electric personality. Yeah. Thank you, Giacchino. Yeah, exactly. Um, Genuinely, I couldn't give a shit what it's called. I think Taken 2 is fine. Taken 2 is fine. Yeah. I like Taken to the Limit. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> taken to the streets is it, obviously I step up depends, to the streets. It depends entirely on, on what the... Um... Too Taken Too Furious, Matthew? Hmm? No, what the fuck, man? No. <laughs> Taken no. three, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> again, runs around Japan. Yeah. Uh, no, I um. Taken again. I think realistically, Taken as well. Taken two is literally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or now you see me, now you don't. <laughs> uh, I'm mostly curious to see if you're going to do tons of crossovers with other um Taken esque things. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I thought about it. <laughs> Genuinely, I thought about a few different options, but no. Oh, he turns up. I've, oh, <laughs> don't you tell me. Toby Maguire swings in. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian, it's not the answer. Because <laughs> the first Spider-Man's a 9-11 film, basically. So it is, like, yeah. it is, yeah. There's a connection there, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Brian was probably involved. Hey, in- I had someone taken from me, too. <gasps> and he's not coming back. Oh my God. His name was Uncle Ben, and he told me, I'm gonna I'll fucking get, kill I'll get, you. I'll get your Uncle Ben back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you, wait, he, no, he's Where's dead. He's, he, he, Did you he? say Uncle Ben has been taken? <laughs> Where? The afterlife, <laughs> I guess. And or a multiverse. No. I'll no, get him. He's within, in Paris. Within 96 hours, there's still a chance. Yeah. <laughs> no, there really isn't. I saw him shot. His yeah. funeral was last week, Brian. <laughs> yeah. We buried him. No, he didn't. He's in Paris in the sex industry. <laughs> <laughs> he's been sold to a shake. I don't think he has. He's hooked on horse. Yeah. I think it was oh, Rhino. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> anyway, I'm releasing this film in 2011, so a year so earlier. A natural. Round yeah. about that same sort of era. Mm-hmm. So three years after the first one. There's a reason for that. You'll be pleased, Matthew. I'm killing a film. Oh, I love I'm it wiping when this a, I'm wiping a film from the face of the earth. Oh, always good fun when we do You're this. You're doing you all a favour, listeners and fellow sequelizers. Yeah. Because my director is Martin Campbell, so Green Lantern doesn't get made. <laughs> You're welcome, world. This, well, no, let's face it, Green Lantern does get made, but not the version we saw, so maybe it's better. Exactly. Yeah, that's worse. my plan. Also, obviously, Martin Campbell did Casino Royale, did GoldenEye. No, it makes sense. Mm. Love he me some Martin Campbell. Can do some stuff. That Kiwi boy can direct some stuff, and also mm. Green Lantern. Yeah. One mm. day, somehow, we'll find a way to let Matt do, like, a Green sequel Lantern? to Green Lantern and his... Orgasm will be it earth would, shaking. It would be like the difference between Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, this is unrecognizable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, you even have a new Hal Jordan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What's your point? Yeah. Here's Guy Gardner, motherfuckers. Like, nah, yeah. it'd be a John Stewart, Carl Rayner thing. Oh, but yeah. I'd have Guy Gardner. Anyway, or Pipe by Liam Neeson. Martin Campbell, uh, Two Taken, Two Furious, 2011. <laughs> 
I just went to you see Matt's You keep looking at me. I'm looking over towards my Blu-ray for a bit of Santa. I'm like, no, I'm having it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving you uh, that. Your safe place is just staring off at the other films. your Blu-ray collection. Okay. I'm looking at um, Logan at the minute and going, yeah. re- Returning cast, unsurprisingly, Brian Mills, played by Liam Neeson. Bold, mm-hmm. bold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, pushing the, I'm pushing the boat out here. Unfortunately, I'm bringing back Maggie Grace as Kim Mills. Yeah. It's the bad guy Mayan Brills. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Mayan um, Brills, played by Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> who's also doing an American accent like he did in Silent Hill. Hello. <laughs> what the play, fuck is play this? Play by Neam Leeson. Yeah. I, I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> Rose. <laughs> Rose. Um, Fucking hell. As Lenore, Famke Janssen still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jean-Claude Pitrel, the, the French detective guy whose sure. wife he shoots. <laughs> Olivier Robadon, uh, sure. Robadin. Robadin. Uh, be prepared for me to mispronounce French names because there's some French names coming up. Mm. Sam and the boys are back as well. Uh, Leland Orser, John Grease, the other Mark Casey, I think the other guy. Leland Orser is actually a right actor. He gets, he gets, he's never really had a good break. He's been great yeah. in stuff I've seen him in, but he was like, oh yeah, you, yeah. I didn't tweet John Grease. That's fucking uh, the uncle from Napoleon Dynamite. Correct. Yeah, not exactly. Yeah. That. Yep, that's wow. Mark, the other one. Steak eating, but not in real yeah. life because he's a vegetarian. I, it's because he didn't throw a football. I, you know, <laughs> that's the only way you can tell. Yeah, no uh, doubt on, in his mind. Onto my new cast. We have Commissaire Montaigne. Okay. He's French. <laughs> French by <laughs> way of uh, French. Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, played by Jean Reno. Uh, Jean Reno. Bring mm. on the professional himself. Yep. You may know him from Lyon. You may know him from Ronin. Mr. France. Mr. Mm-hmm. France. Uh, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I realized that. It's around about this sort of time. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably the most recent thing he's been in that yeah. people would have seen. Godzilla. Yes, Godzilla <laughs> as well. Yes, Mission yeah. Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's in Mission. Oh, yeah, he's in the first Mission Impossible as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff in the late nineties, but this is twenty eleven. So he's less. So he's less busy. <laughs> yeah, less busy as Agent Bouchard, mm-hmm. Omar Sy. Oh, fucking brilliant! Uh, yeah. From uh, Intouchables, Chocolat yeah. goes on to be in Netflix's Lupin, yeah. which is the Arsene Lupin. After Intouchables, his career goes. Yeah, Intouchables is great. It's, it's fa- really, really, really nice. Good. Bad and that's remake. The year before, two years before, twenty eleven, like nothing like yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah. around this sort of time, yeah. where he's winning awards for Intouchables and stuff. And, yeah. yeah, I really like him. And then goes on to be in Jurassic World and Transformers and nothing. Yeah, he's nothing just, what to he's, do with him. And Hot Rod in the last Odd Transformers, Lord. the last night. I hate reason. the French. It's like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? Mm. Why did you get um, this amazing actor to be? Oh, the car's black. You say? Oh no! Great. Oh no! Carry on. Um, as Agent Dre. We have uh, Melanie Laurent. Oh, uh, okay. From, probably know her from Inglorious Bastards. Shoshana yeah. from Inglorious mm-hmm, Bastards. Mm-hmm. It's her most sort of prominent, because that's two or three years ago at this point. Yep. So been in a bunch of French stuff that most of, course, of you probably of don't have a reference for. If you know Inglorious Bastards, that's what she's known for. Yeah. Would this have been, when is this in comparison to Now You See Me, when mm. she's also a agent? Oh, yeah. Mm. A French, French What's the agent? surname of that agent, Tim? Is it Dre? You bet your ass it is. Wait, have you just done? <laughs> it's just a reference. It's not, it's not necessarily a crossover. I'm not saying it's not I a crossover. I mentioned earlier, now you see me, and I was like, that would be a stupid crossover. onto that. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> she plays a character called Alma Dre in Now You See Me, and I was like, hmm, yes, she does. <laughs> Fucking hell, James. Not the same character. Maybe they're sisters. Who knows? 
Maybe it's like the Vega Brothers I kind of thing. I don't believe you. It's, it's, it's fucking Michael Keaton in Jackie Brown and... Yes, um, outside. Outside, yeah. <laughs> I, I literally don't believe you. I'm full expecting, like, fucking Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson <laughs> <and> turn up. <laughs> the last 20 My minutes is Liam Neeson It's just magic! The, yeah. Liam Neeson beating the shit out of we're, Jesse We can even volunteer <laughs> on stage. Where did you hide that tiny mobile phone, Liam Neeson? It's magic! <laughs> <laughs> we need a, a volunteer up on stage, please. We're gonna make your daughter disappear. No, you don't. <laughs> I just had to fight, get her back. I know you're all sex trafficking, except to do with a cowboy hat. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Anyway, now on to the Albanians. <laughs> and now <laughs> the Albanians. And now the Albanians. Now the scores from the Albanian delegation. <laughs> like the, uh, the Father Ted speech. And now we're getting on to liars. <laughs> <laughs> That's France 3, Albanians 4. Um, America 12. <laughs> so I'm actually bringing back the guy who played uh, Murad Hoja. Mm-hmm. I like... Uh, He's Boris the Blade. He's in, in every fucking. Yeah. He's in um, Eyes Wide Shut. You need a Russian mm, get him. Rabad Sabija. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm his mispronouncing name. his name. I've changed his name slightly. His real name? He, the character's name. Oh, sorry. I've changed his real name. <laughs> That's bold. <laughs> I forced him by default to change his name. Yeah. Um, his first name is now Adir instead of Murad. It means. Something different He's only been introduced in, in, in this film, hasn't he? So that's yes. not... Uh, bleh, yeah. Yeah. The name is not canonical from Taken 1, so I've just that's changed fine. That's fine. Um, he's, like I said, he's in Taken 2. He is Murad. Uh, he's also in Snatch. Be careful, Jack. There's a lot of people who really care about the Taken lore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim, if you only knew. There's me saying, like, I don't give a fuck about yeah. G.I. Joe yeah. and being very bold. It's like, yeah. the Taken people go, we always think it's a certain thing. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah. We're very careful around one yeah. thing. And, and then the Shrek like... catches off guard, like, wait, what's happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're fighting with neo-Nazis over Shrek. Too. Seriously? Yeah. One of Adia's sons, Besnik Hosha, played by Enver Jokai. You may oh. know from Agent Carter and yeah, yeah, Dollhouse yeah, yeah. and stuff. Albanian American guy. Mm. I am casting Albanians as Americans and as uh, sorry, Albanians as Albanians. Funnily enough, um, he's incredible in Dollhouse. He's great. That, in Dollhouse, like that show's yeah. not great, but he's amazing. He's in the it. best mm, thing about yeah. yeah. Plays a guy called Victor, whose name is not Victor, but that's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, another Hoja, Demir Hoja, played by Victor Gojai, who is the one of the guys in Taking of Pelham One Two Three, one of the like criminal guys in that. Yep. He's in. Ambulance, which has just come They're out. A recent bay. Yeah, I recent believe you mean Ambu LA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, this is France version, so ambulance. <laughs> ambulance. Um, and our final named Albanian, because I've also listed lots of goons here, because there's going to be lots of goons for Brian. Oh, I thought your name of the character is lots of goons. Lots of like, goons. Fucking hell, James. I've gone full. I've gone full James Bond. It's odd job with lots of goons. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> a character called Ilya. Played by a James Barberi. He is the guy who gets mm. his eye stabbed out in Drive with the fork. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, um, cool, cool. Also Albanian, gentlemen. Um, he's also, funnily enough, crossing over with sequels, he's in Analyze That. And, he, <laughs> and he's an uncredited helicopter pilot in National Treasure 1 as well. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, if you've seen Drive. And something we didn't really talk about. Taken 2 just has songs from the Drive soundtrack in it. It does. She's listening to... She's just listening uh, real, to the Drive yeah. soundtrack. It's real weird. Which, yeah. I mean, it's better than fucking U2. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's closer. But they just... It's like they had just watched Drive and like, that's a cool soundtrack. Let's steal that for our movie that's worse. I mean... Like, I guess. Yeah. I can imagine that there's a bunch of people who saw Taken 2 who didn't see Drive. Oh, <laughs> that's God. a very good point, oh, actually. That's, that's true. Uh, and yeah, that's my cast. Some Albanians, some French, and the returning Americans, etc. 
that we've come to know and love. Sorry, all Brian I had and the boys was was the Happy Meal uh, commercial. Some toys, some fun, all in some box. <laughs> <laughs> some food, some fun. Yeah, some like, French, some Albanians, all in one box. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Okay, exciting. In the opening title sequence, we see flashbacks for the first film. Kind of similar to how we do for the second one. There's a, well, as Tim yeah. mentioned in the pitch thing, the opening thing is actually quite tense. Cinematic, like, Holy shit, dramatic yeah. title sequence thing. Yeah. We see Kim getting kidnapped, Brian killing loads of dudes, electrocuting Marco to death, yep. etc. It culminates with Marco's death scream. Because that's daunting. Ah! Thanks, Matthew. Echoing as we see Marco's father, Adir Hoja, praying near framed photos of his son and family members who were killed by Brian. So implying that you know, there are like cousins and nephews and all that kind of stuff. It's a big it's family, family business. Yeah. It's mafia. Yeah. It's Albanian mafia, but it's mafia. Sure. An older Frenchman, Commissaire Montaigne, rests his hand on Adir's shoulder in solace. Montaigne confirms that he has finally found the man who was responsible. He shows Adir a photo of Brian and Kim and explains Brian's background as a CIA operative and Green Beret. Montaigne promises to handle this situation himself. After Montaigne leaves, Adir's two other sons, Besnik and Demir, enter, and Adir tells them to prepare a flight to America. Speaking of America... I did write that in there, yeah. He has written that down. Brian is working another security job with Sam, Mark, and the boys! Playing with the boys! <laughs> <laughs> it's a shirtless volleyball security job. Finally. <laughs> there, there are... Now I'm on board, Jack. <laughs> Liam Neeson is appropriately greased up in his 60s, ready yep. to rock. Ready to it wouldn't be we can get Jean Reno in there. I'm oh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Afterwards, Brian gets a call from Lenore, Lenny, if you will, letting I, him. I know- shall not. <laughs> she insists that she call. He calls him Lenore, and he refuses. Just keeps calling her Lenny. It's weird. It is very uncomfortable. It doesn't come up in the second film because yep. she's so attracted to his raw masculinity. By then, she doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, letting him know that Kim will be visiting him during her college summer break. Brian celebrates with his friends and prepares to pick up Kim from the airport later that week. So, this is in real time three years after the first one. She's now 20 and that at makes college. Sense. Yeah. I know I've got a 31-year-old playing a 20-year-old. <laughs> I can't avoid you that. hands tied with that shit. Yes. Unless you were to kill her. The plane blows up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No. Okay. At the airport, Kim and Brian are excited to see each other. We know this because Brian says, I'm excited to see my daughter. <laughs> And she's like, I can't oh, wait to see my dad. Because I'm so kind of excited to see you. Yeah. I am the most excited man in this airport right now. <laughs> Everybody explains their feelings and things. So, yeah. yeah. Kim is quiet. You, she... you can't just have characters say how they're feeling. That makes me angry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Kim is quieter than she was in the first film. Obviously. Uh, she's been through a lot and is clearly dealing with the trauma over the last few years. Jack, thank you. <laughs> she's not just like hey dad I love you hey, everything's hey, great remember that time when I was kidnapped drugged and probably raped and stuff yeah I, I, I would lovely, well, she wasn't, but, love yeah. the idea of like keeping my phone near me and never properly on so yeah. I never hear it ringing it's like, mm. no, I think you've heard it all the time yep. anyway, eventually building up the courage to go to college unknown to them we see two men tracking Brian at the airport one we know is Besnik Hosha and the other answers his phone in French <gasps> a bonjour <laughs> Confirming his name as Bouchard and that he has made visual contact with his target. So that is mm. uh, Enver Gojai and Omar C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back at Brian's house, Kim is excited to spend time with her dad. He does his usual awkward, out of touch dad stuff. He's so fucking Brilliant. awkward. He's t- terrible. He's a terrible Do you not father. like Barbies anymore? <laughs> I'm 20. <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> 
I bought myself a, another karaoke machine. <laughs> and I've read the manual on this one too. Also, I've been diagnosed with autism spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. If it, is he like the first proper like neurodivergent hero and we've yeah. just not really addressed it? <laughs> that, that could be a thing, yeah. Dad, yeah. how the hell can you echolocate <laughs> using grenades? Like, I have a very particular <laughs> way of thinking about things. <laughs> Uh, he takes Kim out for uh, a meal that evening. While at the restaurant, Kim is telling her dad all about her life at college and how much it's helped her grow after what she's been through in France. Good. Again. He actually talks Good. about the trauma and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to talk about feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great, Kim. I'm are you still a virgin? On. I mean, how yes. are you? How are things? I take all my feelings and I seal them in a little black box inside <laughs> my brain. Yeah. And it's then whenever, my cold when, heart. whenever I feel it rattle, I just kill another man. <laughs> this is what I do. And he's sitting in a restaurant, takes that grenade, and he's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I shout into this grenade, and I throw it in the street, and when it blows up, my feelings are gone. That's like, uh, along with the city block. Uh, they eat a meal together, and Kim goes to the bathroom as Brian pays at the main counter. Bouchard arrives next to him and warns him that he's being watched. Brian confirms that he's been aware of Bouchard's presence since the airport. Bouchard corrects him. He's tailing the guy who's been following Brian, whose name is Besnik Hoja. We flash back to Sam saying the name Marco Hoja in the first film. etc. Of course. As Brian recognises the surname. Bouchard tells Brian that he's the key to all this. Brian is distracted and snapped back into reality as Kim grabs his arm to leave. She asks if he's all right is interrupted as the front door of the restaurant explodes. <gasps> Action. Speaking mm. of grenades. Kim threw a grenade carelessly in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> now let me shout my feelings. Kim. I have problems talking to my daughter. <laughs> throws a grenade. <laughs> Bang. Oh, maybe we've misread this really badly and Kim's just had a really bad visit to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Blow the doors clean off. <laughs> oh, pebble dashing. The audio is muffled as Brian's ears ring from the explosion. He finds Kim in the dust and smoke and makes sure she's not injured. Kim's affected by her PTSD and cowers in the corner. Again, playing up on that trauma thing, she's not suddenly like, oh my god, dad, are you okay? Mm. She shuts down and cowers in a corner behind mm. the bar somewhere. As, as you would. Mm. As anyone would, mm. let alone what she's been through. Armed men enter the building through the fire at the entrance and Brian Mills goes full Brian Mills mm-hmm. on their asses. <laughs> martial arts. He very, very slowly punches a bunch of people in the neck for some reason. He knocks a bunch of people out by hitting them in the neck in these films. I'm going to make Steven Seagal look like a fucking hurricane. It's <laughs> like chop to the neck yeah. thing people do. I mean, maybe it works. I guess. It'd be very uncomfortable, but I don't know if it knocks you out. It is, it's a step up from fucking Austin Powers' judo chop, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. But when you're an old man, you go to sleep with a crooked neck, you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. That's the worst experience. <laughs> oh, sort of me Pain right like you've never known. Yeah. yeah. I, These kids don't understand, but they'll know now. Yeah. Thanks, old man. He takes out half a dozen guys as he spots Bouchard also fighting off the attackers. Brian saves Kim as Bouchard helps them out of the back door, reassuring them that he knows somewhere safe nearby. Brian is hesitant at first, but goes along with Bouchard's plan. Lloyd, he's Omar C, he's charming. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Tall, charming, handsome. Yeah. yeah. Should be the hero of this film, probably. I mean, he's kind of a deuteragonist at this point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. How do we do a take a sequel? Make it not about this fucking weird old American English <laughs> Hey, Irish how about we get a cool person of colour to be one of the main mm-hmm. characters, huh? Huh? Hmm? 
By the way, uh, keen-eared listeners, they would have uh, slipped the word English very uncomfortably because I remember like, well, oh, actually, it's from Northern Ireland to United Kingdom, Britain, and other English. And no, no, that's wrong as well. But I thought, no, no, no. <laughs> oh God, what have I done? But you know what? I've said it now. So fuck it. I'm I think tired. Neeson has British, Irish, and American citizenship. That he doesn't has, like, surprise me. Three different passports. But being Northern they, Irish, he'd only be entitled to both, and of a certain age as well, he'd be entitled yes. to both. Yes. Of Irish yes. and British. Yeah. He's Northern Irish, but has. Three and he works in America and gets paid a lot of money, so he probably better tax that, so he can pay to be a citizen there, so it's fine. Yeah, he's rich, so he's probably not paying tax in any of those three no. countries. <laughs> technically a resident of Bermuda. Yeah, exactly. I am a resident of the. Check notes. Cayman Islands. <laughs> <laughs> the trio arrive at a safe house as Bouchard explains that he is an Interpol agent, tracking the Hoja family and their connections with the police and politicians in France. He wasn't expecting them to strike so early. But they needed Brian to draw them out. They need Brian to be taken. taken. <laughs> I didn't have glasses to take off no. and put on, but everyone else did for me, so that was good. You're welcome. Uh, don't know if you'll be able to hear that audience, but everyone <laughs> did. Brian isn't comfortable being bait. He uses that for his daughter or something, or his <laughs> wife. Um, but after a phone call with Sam ah, hey. and a reassuring conversation with Kim, Brian agrees to work with Bouchard. He knows that he's the one the Hojas want, and this is the best option to keep his family safe, which makes more sense than in the fucking other film where he's like, actually, you know what? Maybe I should put them at risk. Anyway. Maybe I'll leave my bleeding to death wife in the corner. She's fine. She my wife. She's my ex-wife. Well, she kind of... There's no worry about that. Mm. Let's just leave her in the corner to die. There's a chance we'll get together again, but also... If she dies, she dies. (laughs) She dies, she dies. (laughs) Anyway, once and for all. Bouchard introduces Agent Dre, a female Interpol agent, who says she will make sure Kim is safe. While Brian is away, and he trusts her because she's a woman. Because you'll know she a lady. you could talk about periods and stuff. Yeah. That's the kind of guy Brian Mills is. One hundred percent. I leave you to your sewing notions. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I set the karaoke machine up on the corner. <laughs> you girls have a great time. Yes. <laughs> There's a coloring book over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Leroy is like 26 at this point. And no, I think wait, she's wait. the same age as Maggie Grace, so they're in their 30s. Yeah. So there's a, wait, there's a woman playing her age and a woman playing a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And they're within like a year of each other in real life in age, yeah. I yep. believe. Brian returns to the streets. Has it step up to the streets? Take, take him, him to, to the, the streets. streets. <laughs> uh, with Bouchard tailing him at a safe distance. He stops to watch news coverage of the terrorist attack and notices more of the Albanians searching for him including Beznik and his brother, Demir. So he stops to watch news coverage of a terrorist attack. But it's actually irrelevant the to the plot. The one that actually happened to him. Yeah. Oh. Not just random bollocks that doesn't have any... Yeah. I just put that in there as like, a oh, fuck you, taken two. No, no I get it, I get it. fucking movie. Yeah. I get it. He leads them into an alley, all while communicating his plan to the Interpol agents by phone. Is it a tiny little phone? It is. Yes, <laughs> it's a little shoe phone. Yep. Magnificent. How much better would this have been if it was a fucking get smart actual shoe phone? <sighs> that would have been amazing. Takes off his actual shoe, yeah. pulls out, pulls out an antenna. <laughs> Big his, antenna. His fucking boots are big enough. Jesus yeah. Christ! He does the Dom He's, Jolly style. He has, he has got those <gasps> yellow dad cat boots. Hasn't oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Definitely. for stomping boyfriends. <laughs> Lovely mate. Yeah. Get a fucking hobby. I have twenty-two. You're fucking hell. All right, fine. One of them sewing. Don't talk about it. <laughs> uh, they remind him that he can't just kill everyone he meets. Good work, yeah. Interpol agents. They, yeah. they try to remind him yeah. of that. Uh, and that he actually has to help them find out who the real person controlling the Hoja family is. Shortly after he hangs up, the Albanians corner him and attack. He puts up a fight, but is eventually beaten down with weapons and dragged into a black van. So he puts up a fight to, like, maintain his cover, basically. Being like, yeah. I'm not being captured on purpose. Oh, you beat me. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Fools, don't they know they can never breed, breed Liam Neeson? Don't breed Liam Neeson. Don't breed. If you breed Liam Neeson, we're going to have words. Here's another fucky moment to real taken to that I put in here. I'm glad you touched on earlier, Matt. Yep. Brian wakes up in the van with a hood over his face and begins trying to listen out for landmarks and distinctive sounds outside. One of the goons notices he's awake, realises he's trying to work on something because he's fucking mumbling under his breath, <laughs> and pistol whips him into unconsciousness Shut once up, more. <laughs> I fixed that problem. Yep. I appreciate that. Brian's hood is eventually removed as he's strapped to a chair. In front of him, is Jean-Claude Petrel, ah. his former contact and friend from Paris. Hello. Brian jokes that Petrel is finally able to get away from his desk. And Petrel is having none of Brian's jokes and punches him in the face. Good nice. for him. Brian is disappointed that Petrel has finally embraced his corruption and Petrel quickly retorts, screaming at him that he had turned a blind eye before, but Brian made it personal. You came to my home! Punch. You shot my wife. Punch. You terrified my children. Punch. Nice. I prove of that. He's just not in the second. Why is he not yeah. in the second one? I, I Such know. an obvious connection to make. Well, he Why is. is he's there for about 30 seconds to get tortured and right? nothing happens after oh that. Oh my God. How is he not one of the main bad guys? Mm. Petrel beats Brian as the two Hoja brothers enter the room. In Albanian, they confirm that their father is on the way to finally meet Brian in person. Brian, through gritted teeth and blood in his mouth, and a Northern Irish accent, of course, <laughs> replies in Albanian. Oh, he's learned, he's learned it now. He's learned proper Albanian. Mm-hmm. With that one book to learn the words good and luck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Give me a dictionary. Good. Right. Luck. Great. That's not how most languages yeah. work. Nope. <laughs> Fine. No. Good luck is often a phrase that is like something else yep. that yeah. means a similar kind of thing. Like, May luck be on your household. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. In Arabic, it's like God willing, like yeah, yeah, inshallah yeah. kind oh, of thing. Like, we yeah. will get into translation in film next episode. Oh, don't, won't we just? <laughs> oh, I just realized what you're talking about. Yeah. Won't we just? Uh, yes, yeah, so he replies in Albanian saying that he's looking forward to meeting him. Uh, unknown to the bad guys, Agent Bouchard is watching from a nearby rooftop. He confirms Petrel's presence to Agent Dre, but says he's waiting for Adir Hosha's arrival to spring his trap. A few cars pull up outside and Adir steps out with a few of his goons. Bouchard confirms Hosha's arrival and heads to capture Adir and save Brian. Back in the room. <laughs> we are fucking hypnotists now. <laughs> And we're back in the room. Back in the room, Petrel is exhausted from beating up Brian, but Brian isn't. He's like, I could do this all day. <laughs> but he's like, oh, my weak French hands are sort of tired from beating you up. <laughs> I'm a strong have American a, jaw. I must have an orangina and <laughs> relax on this fainting couch. <laughs> I fucking knew it. You fucking. Anyway. You could even have him do like a Schwarzenegger style. You're tired from pushing on the pencils. <laughs> yeah. Adir arrives and relieves Petrel of his torture duty. Torturer role, sorry. Adir arrives and relieves Petrel of his torturer duty. In contrast to Petrel, Adir is quiet and calculating. He tells Brian how much he has taken from him Ah, over the last few years. Taken? Thank you, Tim. um, No. (laughs) Nieces, nephews, sons, and future grandchildren have all been taken by Brian. Now it's time for him to take... That doesn't warrant no glasses. Everything from Brian. Now, got to be properly conjugated to yeah, get that's a... fair. That's fair. Yeah, he slowly removes his trousers. Oh no, that's, <laughs> that's not in there. This needs to be taken care of. <laughs> I'm taking your dick out. <laughs> Commissaire Montaigne receives a call from Adir, 
and the door to the Interpol hideout is riddled with bullets as Agent Dre and Kim dive for cover. Riddle me this door. (laughs) The Hoja goons burst through the door and manage to shoot Kim in the arm. Oh no! Uh, Kim is still able... Just like my wife. (laughs) Is still able to help a little and helps them escape as Dre kills some goons and the duo tries to escape by car. Dre is kicking ass and being, about being an Com- competent being and... a, a competent agent exactly yeah. yeah and Kim is there trying to help as best she can back in the Hoja building we hear gunshots outside as Bouchard infiltrates to save Brian Bouchard fights his way through some goons as Adir receives a call that Kim and Dre are escaping Petrel and Demir help Adir escape as Bouchard enters killing some goons and freeing Brian Brian and Bouchard team up and chase Petrel and Adir through the building all I can hear now is, hello, Brian, from space. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Marsha. <laughs> oh, hello, Marsha. Hello, Marsha. One time I slept with you, never again. But also, I'll give it a fucking go. <laughs> Two simultaneous car chases ensue. Bouchard and Brian chasing Adir and Petrel, and Dre and Kim escaping the Hoja goons. This is where I just to clarify. It's well-edited, fast-paced, not... Entertaining, Madness, entertaining car chases. You can, you can tell visible. the two chases apart from each other. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's not just a cut every two and a half seconds, and you can't tell what's going on. And there's just mm. a shot of a wheel for no reason. <laughs> you can actually tell what's happening, and it's good action stuff. And culminates in the women escaping and Bouchard and Mills totaling their car to stop Petrel and Adia. Big car crash kind of thing. Mm. Slam into the side, and all the cars are fucking wrecked, mm. as you can imagine. And mm. kind of similar to the taxi and the police cars chase in that Dre and Kim are more trying to escape so they're like dodging yes. between cars and yeah, they're, like, they're yeah, fleeing yeah. whereas yes. Bouchard and Brian are pursuing chasing. exactly yeah. yeah you're playing with those dynamics and having like you know Dre is able to drive and, and, and dodge stuff whereas the Hoja goons are like hitting stuff and mm. crashing into mm-hmm. bollocks and all that kind of thing whereas Bouchard and Mills are far more like you said Tim pursuant and more like smashing into shit and being more aggressive mm. and leaning out the car and shooting and stuff mm. like that. I, it's probably a bit too broad for a Taken franchise, but I'd love if there was like a four-way crossing, or a two-way crossing, I guess, and you have like one chase going one way and one <laughs> chase going the other way across <laughs> the crossroads. I like that idea, Tim. Let's put that in. Well, they all go round the same roundabout at the same oh, time. Oh, <laughs> yes. How do we get off this roundabout? <laughs> I don't know. We don't have them in America. And you just pull up next to each other. Are you doing car chase? We're doing car chase. Kim, go around the roundabout. <laughs> Adir Hosha crawls from the wreckage and is saved by his son Besnik. Betrayal, however, is too wounded to escape and is interrogated by Mills and Bouchard. Betrayal eventually gives up that he's been working for Commissaire Montaigne. Bouchard is horrified to hear that name, now understanding how high the corruption goes. Commissaire is like police commissioner, by the way, yes. in okay. France. Commissaire. So he's a very like high-ranking mm. police guy. He works closely with Le Batman. Exactly. <laughs> Le Homme du Bat. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Tim. Brian, furious, shoots and kills Petrel, despite Bouchard trying to hold him back. Again, Brian is a murder machine. <laughs> and Interpol are like, we need to arrest these people. They need to face justice. And Brian is like, Here's my justice. (laughs) Shoots him in the face. I'm not kidding. You're laughing, Matthew. I'm not kidding. Oh, no. Brian Mills is mental. Yeah. I only own all street justice. Yeah. It's that where I cave his fucking head in with my boot. Yeah. This is for curb stomping. Exactly. 
The Mills and Interpol duos regain contact with one another and update each other on their situation. Brian and Bouchard confirm that... Wait, no, no, they don't. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. For two ninety nine, you can also get... Justice. You can get your own ass mobile phone. <laughs> a mobile phone small enough to fit right up your ass. That's not $2. Available $2. on QVC and JBQ. <laughs> Brian and Bouchard confirmed that they were able to place a tracker on Adir Hojar and begin tracing him back to the nearby Hojar headquarters. They the big begin- Albanian mafia headquarters in America because reasons. I imagine it's also going to have really sinister music when it's visually shown. Yes. Like, did you just do the Pink Panther theme? Big sinister music. No, but <laughs> it's, it sounded a little like the uh, start of the X Men theme tune for the oh. cartoon to me. That's wrong. Um, I don't know what it was. More for Scooby Doo, I think. There we go. They begin their infiltration, fighting their way up the building. The raid slash dread style, which is because it's Jack's written this. Yep. Um, <laughs> taking out goons, they go. Bouchard faces off against the Hozier brothers. And they have the back and forth battle with the Frenchman eventually killing Besnick and Demir. Cool action stuff, not it's explaining. Martin it. Campbell, isn't it? Mm. So Yeah, Martin Campbell mm. directing cool action stuff. Omar C being great. Yeah. Enver Gujai being mm. great. There he's, you go. he's also like a tall, lanky dude, and they are yes. quite short, stocky yep. dudes. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I can imagine that being Play a him fun. using his reach to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing we talked about a little while ago with like people having like weapons that have different reach and like playing mm. with that kind of like yeah, tight yeah, corridor yeah. space like the raid and mm. dread style where mm. you have that kind of like very much with the raid where there's like 15 people in one corridor and it's all kind of bunched together and there's mm. we talked about this a lot in our donnie yen episode of those yes mm. yeah yeah brian finds the deer's room and takes out his henchman despite being old and wounded <laughs> brian <laughs> <laughs> The Hosha Don stands after Brian and is defiant until the end because he's also fucking old and wounded. No, two old wounded dads yeah. squaring off against each other, basically. I'm trying to kind oh, of no, convey you're the, the key audience here. Yeah, I get it's, it. It's they're the, yeah. the Black Mirror thing of they're both wrong. Revenge is terrible. Stop yeah, killing yeah, yeah. each other's daughters and sons and stuff. Brian says that he won't kill a deer. Instead, he will be arrested. That's a deviation. Yep. Adir attacks Brian, fighting dirty against the larger injured man. He briefly gets the upper hand with a stun gun, shouting about how he found Marco electrocuted to death. So That's a grisly fucking got the, find. Got the electrical thing, right? Oh, I like the... I like shocking this. Brian. That makes sense. How do you think my son felt? He didn't like it, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> he might have been into it for a few minutes, yeah. but not So I'm, I'm playing on that, the ending of the actual second one that we just said, and he just yeah. sort of shoves his head into a hook. I like Brian is actually like, you know what? The Interpol people probably do actually need to capture you. Mm. But Adir is like, no, fuck you. We need to settle this. Yeah. You yeah, killed yeah, my yeah. son and forces Brian into this fight. That's the thing. It's, it's the whole like, I want to choose the right path. And the, all the dads in the audience go, oh, yeah. Like, oh, you give me a choice now. Hey. Um, Brian fights back, disarms Adir and chokes him to death. Don't want this. Shove him slowly onto a coat rack <laughs> thing. That's nonsense. Yeah. On this big scrappy and Liam Neeson being much bigger. Mm. Get him in a smothering him. Get him in a rear naked choke and just. Ah, oh, I thought he was like literally just sort of sitting on his chest. Or that, or that. I don't like mind. Fucking Wh- whatever you prefer. A, a Tarantino. With all the, with all the feet. Uh, Quentin Tarantino in Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Famous mm. quote. Okay. I, 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 I have an idea, but I'm going to save it for later. Cool. More, <laughs> Is it more choking, choking someone? <laughs> more choking. Uh, Kim and Brian are finally reunited, and while Dre and Kim have clearly bonded from their experience, Bouchard is still not keen on Brian. 
still viewing him as a hot-blooded killer. Which he is. He yeah. wished that they had taken Petrell and Adir alive and holds Brian responsible for their deaths. Brian apologises and says that at least they got their man in the end, as we see Interpol agents arrest Commissaire Montaigne. You naughty Jean Renault. Exactly. Mm-mm. The final scene is Kim and Brian having a takeaway together in Brian's apartment as she confesses that she has a boyfriend from college. <gasps> Brian briefly chokes on his food and reacts with a, <laughs> What? what? <laughs> Choking the food out. <laughs> there we go. That is my taken to the streets, taken to, taken again. It ties in Still with the taken. first in a better way. Took. It feels more engaging. Yeah, solid. I feel, yeah, my main... It, it addresses was, the consequences of the first one a bit more. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. Like I said, that is the thread I found so interesting about the second one. Like, oh, they could actually have consequences for, like, a random fucking action movie. I don't think I've ever seen that before in some, you know, schlocky action stuff, like, where the you're not sure if the good guy's actions in the first one were actually good in the end. Like, did he go too far? Like, no, 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 he's a, he's a good guy, he's fine, we'll just carry on. Like, oh, mm. oh, you're not playing on that at all. Okay. I wanted to play on this a bit more and have more of his consequences and, like, Interpol is not happy with, <laughs> with Brian Mills. Yeah. Well, it's, it, yeah, I, I think it's one thing about the start of the setup of, of Taken 2, and it was in all the trailers and things, because the first film is literally just like, ah, you think this is a normal dad who's estranged from his wife. No, 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 no. It's, mm. in fact, this trained killer who's it's just It's a looking... super dad. Yeah, he's looking for an excuse to go fucking buck wild in Europe. Um... He's a dad who can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he is... He, he's... And it, it's just enough grounding where he's competent enough that he almost is within a hair's breadth of fucking up and losing his yeah. daughter. It's like it, the yacht's sailing away and like, oh, fuck. I mean, if you don't do this now, she yep. is gone and sp- you never find him a system. And it yep. has that urgency to it. The second one starts, as I said, with that consequence. With the whole like, well, you do realize that if you go after someone so boldly and so bombastically, it doesn't just go, you know, it, it, every film like um, a very strange comparison. Oh. Gran Torino. Um, that's not a strange yeah, angry that's old, man. old man. Yeah. To, yeah. The only way to win in a war games mindset is take yourself out of the equation otherwise violence begets violence begets violence begets violence yep. and it goes on and on you'll have grandchildren that he come even has that conversation with Murad Hoja in the second the end, one like, yeah if I kill you your other how many other sons do you have will they come after me yes they will they will kill you as well mm. has that conversation and he's like cool. ah well <laughs> oh well <laughs> I look forward to it yeah it's it's yeah it's the Again, in, in Kill Bill, I know it's a very heightened, silly, cartoony kind of film. Right at the start, Uma Thurman murders one of her colleagues in front of her kids. Says, mm. If you feel bad about this, come find me. He's like, well, yeah, she probably will. Yeah. And then Tarantino's been trying to get that film made for the past, like, yeah. 10 years. Or oh, we all want to see that film, though. But whatever. Uh, Along with his dozens of other projects that he's just his, his nonsense farted out on and a that, napkin at some and point. And that Star Trek film yeah. that, yeah. thank God, will never be made. No. So... The consequence things is good. It also feels like I think you get a. I know this is me saying it's wrong and we shouldn't do this. I'm, I'm saying this is just the reality. You get a bit of pushback from people saying, "Oh, I don't want to see him getting told off by the French," because mm. we're still at the period of time like, "Oh, the French." Mm. In terms of like you know American audiences, I think that's shifting away at that point. I was really mid two thousands, like, "Oh, the French can't be trusted because yeah, F for France is the whole like yeah." I mean, there's still bullshit. some idiots who still. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. people are fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah, they drink the Kool Aid, but it's definitely less so. It was like significantly 
2003 or four when that was at its that height. was its height yeah. yeah and some people just will some people who are so deep down that rabbit hole they'll just say mm. whatever the fuck the, yeah. and then and keep that forever anyway point is that um the stuff in istanbul very cartoony very detached doesn't i mean they, they go to france first and then they happen to be like, oh he's in istanbul we'll go there now this feels more akin to that kind of story He's ha- and as you say, you've you've sort of almost got around. How do we do this taken thing again? It's like, well, where did the story end off? It's like, well, you know, he's off and his his uh, his daughter's having singing lessons. How about no? How about there's actual consequences of you killing yeah. people yeah. in France where you have no jurisdiction yeah. and the Petrel talks about. Yeah, they talk about it in the first movie. Yeah, Petrel, the you can't just murder like, people. You can't just go around destroying half of paris yeah and he's like i don't care and he's like well the state cares i was like i don't care what the state thinks mm. imagine and, inverted, like, and a frenchman came over and just like murdering american citizens yeah, yeah. in yeah. the middle of new york it's like yeah. what yeah yeah it doesn't it's matter bad. my daughter's gonna shoot poli- he shoots a police officer as we said yeah who is not a hundred percent confirmed to be evil yeah yeah just on a chance it's the fucking like oh if there's one percent mm. chance superman's evil that cop might be evil better shoot him just in yeah case. yeah like, He's just a bloke on the phone, Brian. There's a 1% chance all of us will commit some sort of crime. Right? Mm, Bruce. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like you've tied it in much more in a concrete and, and very simple way. I think there'd be a bit of pushback for it, but I'm also like, eh, it, it makes the story better. Who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. You still get to see Liam Neeson being an old fuck man. You for your political going around. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, so I think ultimately it is much, much, much stronger. But I'm trying to think of a way of how I would do it differently. Um, and it's a really hard one because, as we said from the start, Taken 1 is a good little standalone. It doesn't need... Well, that's the real thing, yeah. Yeah. And to do a sequel, all you, all you can really do, do is follow those threads of, like, well, the yeah. fallout of it. Yeah. I assume there would be no Taken 3 in your eyes. That's my plan, yeah. Okay. So this cut, is a nice... Cut it off it's here, done. so yeah. Liam Neeson can go off and make all the other shitty movies he make, wants to yeah. make. Taken out the trash. Ten years. <laughs> yeah, Didn't I... have that one. I, uh, I really liked it. I thought you'd did a much better job than the the actual film. Yeah. Uh, I think Campbell would direct it a lot more competently than um and he's he's good with that grounded action. Yep. That I think he would turn Casino Royale and, and GoldenEye and all that kind of stuff. He's bad when you give him CGI, but you know, mm. this kind of stuff. So basically he, all real stunts, all real people. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, which is sh- also part of the appeal of this yep. is that it's that grounded. It's meant to be that grounded take yeah. one thing. There's a shot yeah. in Green this is relevant. Uh, <laughs> there's a shot in Green Lantern <laughs> which is I remember seeing the behind-the-scenes footage and thought, that's brilliant, and then saw the thing in the film that doesn't work anymore. And the idea was that the first time Hal is pulled into space by the ring, oh, yeah. takes him in a little bubble, and what they did was they he, they had this crane with this, like a, a, a pulley system, and it would attach him in a harness and go, Voop! and then Ryan Reynolds was the, said, just said, that's really fast. I, um, I said, don't worry, I'll do that one, two takes of it, and the stunt guy's been it, it works fine. And then when you see the take, it's like, you know, the actual take on camera in the, uh, the fresh raw footage. He looks terrified. And it's like, good, that, that's what it would be. And the ground suits away from him. And it's like, well, that's an amazing trick. You can tell it's not CGI'd. Then they slap a load of CGI bubble shit all over it, both top and underneath him, as well yeah. because it's a bubble encompassing him. You can no longer tell the distance, the speed or anything else. And it feels fake. And there's yeah. no urgency. And, and it looks like Brian, uh, Brian, it looks like Ryan Reynolds is overreacting. Yeah. So I can tell Martin Campbell, as you're right, I think without the CGI things, there wouldn't be a lot of it necessarily. Mm. I think it would be, yeah, really quite compelling. Yeah. I would potentially push the Kim stuff mm. even harder. I was, yeah, um, that is and something I, I wanted to explore more for I sure. I would maybe have her be like 
I saw what you did to all the people on that boat. Like, I'm our relationship. Like, yeah, I feel like she needs I, a bit of distance like, from me. Like, yeah, yeah. You, I know you saved me, and I'm like grateful for that. But I'm also like, I've had this glimpse into your world, and that yeah. kind of terrifies me as well. Oh, I like yeah. that. Tim. I like um, that the awakening of who the fuck are you? Yeah, again, you think you know your parents until you're a teenager, and then you you start realizing when you get to your early twenties mm. and things like my parents live their own lives. And you think, and he's Ooh. he's also in the films made a very deliberate attempt to try and like keep them out of that part of his life yes. she literally yes. says like i don't yes. know what you do like yeah lenore kind of does because she knows sam and she's like yeah go do what you do brian or whatever yeah. it's like mm, okay. yeah we're you're like, just a you're like a spy yeah and he's like i help i stop bad things happening mm. i waterboard um, people yeah um, jesus yeah. i so, like yeah. that idea though tim yeah Definitely um play up on that more. I as as much as I like Melanie Laurent, I would maybe just for the the for the thing of like jurisdictional questions, have her be some kind of U.S. agent mm. and have because interesting because there's not she, just the French telling America, yeah, because otherwise yeah. it's just Interpol in America with no. Obviously, they can get permission to operate in America, but they're not. They do have jurisdiction there. I did check that. Do they? Yeah, oh, okay. they do. Yeah, yeah, technically. Yeah. Interpol's yeah. one is really interesting. We never talk about it. It's like, yes. oh, really? That's the whole yeah. point. Yeah, international police. Yeah. Yeah. There's like um, a, I, I've specifically looked up because I, I wrote like, oh, Interpol agent. I'm like, they work in America? They work in mm. France? Like, mm. is that a thing that works? Yeah. Like, yeah, they do. But I would say American actor would be good. But yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe just to, to, to kind of just address those questions of like... Naughty American man. Very yeah. bad. That's the thing. I think if, if it's the French turning off an American constantly, it's like, well, there would be almost like no... Uh, you could underwrite the consequence of the action. Like, yeah, well, I don't mm. care because it's the French turning me off. Yeah. And even to be fair, you could say like, you know, it, it, would, it would have to be somebody American that the character would respect... Otherwise, mm. it comes off like a fucking pencil pushing. You can't do that, goddammit. Mm. It's like, just watch me. That kind of ridiculous 80s mm. action mindset. Maybe even someone that Brian knows from like his past. Yes. Ooh, um, that, that's nice. Yeah. I like that, yeah. 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 And my final note, which I mentioned, was for some reason in the, the action climax, I didn't like the visual of him just like pulling out a stun gun. I think he should like grab a loose wire off the wall and like oh, shock I'm him with I'm one of those. more than happy with that. And too. then you can yeah. have Brian get it and choke him with the 100%. wire. Love it. Nice. I like that. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, having that that, that feels a lot more visceral. Mm. And like, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That yeah. classic urgent threat of just a live. It would have to be like that really silly film cartoon live wire, like oh, sparking yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. oh, oh. There's, there's been like gunfire already in the building, and like maybe the walls, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. A shitty apart, building a that's shitty like falling apart. Yes, precisely. That's not bad. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. But yeah, no, I thought that was a really solid fix. I think, yeah, just addressing the concept, like, even though the f- take the actual Taken 2 says it's addressing the consequences, really it's not. It's just an excuse to have Brian kick more ass and yep. be a super dad. Yeah. And this actually feels like it's going, yeah. no, you did a fucking bunch of bullshit in that first film and all of it's coming back to Basically done declarations of war. Yeah. Just by being there. Yeah. yeah. Because it's always that like, this is a way to summon more bad guys for him to kill and for yeah. us to go, oh, good, I'm looking forward to them dying. Yeah. As opposed to this is a cycle of abuse and death and awfulness. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it, it's more the... complex and taken maybe deserves and or needs. Mm. But in truth, it makes it a much better experience. But it, yeah, I mean, Taken 2 wants to be that. Like, our That's violence begats violence. And we have this conversation. At, like, there's two yeah. conversations where we're like, mm, yes, it's very, it's a shame. that this awful cycle of violence. And then it's like, well, oh, we've, well we've, we've nodded towards that for four minutes. Now yeah. have 86 minutes of pure exactly. violent spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's definitely the Fair. main thread I wanted to pull on, as I said, having that kind of 
consequences for Brian's actions in the first film. Maybe there will, I mean, if there was a third film, you would see the consequences of this in the third one. But like having that, I don't know if you're always right, Brian, and him getting carried away, killing Petrell, I think is a kind of key thing for him of like, maybe he kind of realizes he's gone too far at that point because like Bouchard is like, don't do it, Brian. Yeah. And he kills him anyway. And then Brian Mm -hmm. is kind of like, okay, fine. Finally, with Adir Hoja, I won't do this. Mm-hmm. And then he's forced to do it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Kill him with a mm. hand dangling wire. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's solid. I think it's solid. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good work. Thank you. I enjoyed that as much as I hate Taken 3. There will be no Taken 3. <laughs> and I cancelled out Green Lantern. So that's in you're some doing, form or another. You're doing a lot of good services doing the Lord's here. Work. Doing, <laughs> doing God's work, son. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any strong thoughts about the Taken law for some reason, don't. Just don't. It's not worth it. I tried. It's not worth it. There is a prequel TV show that is terrible. <laughs> Two seasons and was cancelled a few years ago. Don't bother with that either. Uh, but yeah, if you do have any thoughts or theories or ideas about how we could change my pitch or what you like or don't like about it, please do let us know on social media. We are Sequelizers on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the usual places. I am JLW Chambers on all the social media. Matt, how can people find you on the internet? You can go to Stogs, S-T-O-G-H-Z, on the social media. You can go to theredrighthand.co.uk and read my reviews. You can go to cheeseman.com and see the things that I make. Or you can search out Sumo Drop via BBG Wrestling for my uh, every other month Sumo Wrestling podcast, because that's how the seasons go. Uh, Tim, if I wanted to find you because you'd been taken... Where could I find some clues? To find him and kill him. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll be tweeting out my location on the hour every hour. Uh, trivia Call me under- before you go to bed every night, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Trivia underscore lad on Twitter. That's the best place to follow me on social media. Or come join our Discord and uh, we'll be chatting on there mm-hmm. after the episodes go up and whenever we fancy, really. Exactly. I like the idea that, that Brian's expecting these phone calls every night, not realising how time zones work. Yeah, <laughs> or just teenage night. girls. Yeah, like, call me every night. Uh, what, like every night, <laughs> Spanish. Wait, like your time yeah. or like my time? Yeah, like, which night? Yeah. Um, but yes, as you said, Tim, we'll be in the Discord. You can find the Discord by going to sequelizers.com. You can click on the link that says Discord at the top. There's a free little invite button there, and it's a fantastic community of now nearly 200 listeners. We all talk mm. about everything from films to video games to parenting advice and everything in between. Come and join us on there. It's a fantastic community. And uh, funny enough, I was talking to somebody the other day about this, and they were like, "Have you ever like really like step in and sort that Discord out and like be a moderator and stuff?" I'm like, "Oh, really? I did it a couple of times to like resolve some arguments, but there's been no massive drama. Nah, it's all good. There's been no spam, so no far. hackers, no bollocks, no anything like that. It's been really, really nice group of people. Fantastic listeners. You'll recognise some names from the executive producers. The three of us are in there." It's a good time all around to come and join us on the Discord. Mm. If you'd like to support us, as we said at the top of the show, you can go to patreon.com slash sequelizers. And if you'd like to review us on all the podcast apps and all that kind of stuff, we'd very much appreciate that as well. Five stars, please. Yeah. Five. And we'll be back next week with our executive producer pick. And it's a real fucking stinker. And patrons, it's coming with a movie commentary as well. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. I think it's the worst film of the season so far. Ooh. Maybe. We'll figure that out next week. Yeah. We'll talk about it. But until then, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Good luck.